Welcome to the Who Approved These Lyrics podcast. Someone gave this the green light? What the fuck were they thinking? These lyrics are terrible. Who approved this shit? Welcome to Who Approved These Lyrics. I'm your host, West, and I'm here with... Ya boy, Leo. <laughs> and uh, so this podcast is about uh, the lyrics behind famous 80s uh, hairband songs. We might expand into other songs. Um, but the reason we started it was because we were listening to, um, you know, some 80s metal came on the jukebox one day at a bar or something like that. And we actually listened to the lyrics and they were just awful. So we wanted to explore that and see like what we were celebrating when we, you know, hear a Kiss song or a Motley Crue song or some other objectively bad band on the radio. Yeah. And once a week we get to basically just be as negative as I guess as we are. Yeah. Yeah. And in real life. Yeah. But it's recorded. <laughs> All right. So, uh... If you uh, so we we begin the show by uh, cracking and uh, chugging a beer. Uh, if you are you know hanging out and want to chug one with us, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we aim to do it in less than thirty seconds, and you know pretty spectacularly fail at that most days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, apologies for what happens afterwards. Yes. Of course. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna get started. Cheers to you assholes out there drinking with us, and uh, cheers to you, Leo. Yeah, and then let's just. Uh, all right, let's just get started with the first song. You know what? Well, you're gonna know what it is from what we from when I play it. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, I like that sound. <laughs> cool. Cool. That's so cool. Oh, so much gas. Uh-huh. Oh, that's hard. Oh my god, we're still not done. Tall boys are a mistake. (coughs) Yeah, fuck you, American. Alright, Leo won. Good good match. Thank you. And as always, uh, we've got a... Pardon me, content. Oh God! <laughs> Always for such a mistake. I'm never getting these ones again. <laughs> uh, so we've got a contest going on uh, where if you find out from all the episodes who won 20 of these beer chugging contests between me and Leo, um, you can email who approved these lyrics at gmail.com and you'll get to choose a song if you're the first one and your answers are verified. So you know, say who won which episode and. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's get started. The let's first, do it. yeah, yes. the first song was uh, "Pour Some Sugar" by On Me, by, pardon me, Def Leppard. And uh, Leo, where do we get, begin with this shit show? Def Leppard, I believe it's called. <laughs> um, right. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, I guess we start off by finding out what the fuck they were thinking. Uh, yeah, there there wasn't. I think the pro the problem is you weren't thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> someone should have. Some adult in their life should have said that to them while they were writing these lyrics. Yeah. All right. So step inside, walk this way, you and me, babe. Hey, hey. Where is he going inside? He doesn't set the stage for this at all. Step inside, walk this way. Uh, that's well. You know what? These guys are in England, so I guess it's kind of a knock on the door before you come in for a cup of tea. Okay. Because, you know, ironically, pour some sugar on me. What do you think the title is about? 
I mean, sugar can be a euphemism for cocaine. They're both white powders, so I imagine it had something to do with that, right? 80s, drugs, rock. Oh, it must do, right? It's it's uh, it's rock and roll. It's Def Leppard. It's like, yeah, let's get some... No, no, it's not. It's about putting sugar into tea. It's as British as you can have it, Oh, basically. my God. So what happened is uh, they were... Let's see. Okay, I'll just, I'll just read it. Uh, Joe Elliott got the name of the song when he was sitting in the basement of his London flat, right? He asked Mutt Lang, 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 Lang uh, to pour some sugar to put in his tea. Lang then, re- in return, asked Elliott if he wanted one lump or two lumps, as you do in England. Of course. You guys are so proper. I don't care. Just pour some sugar on me, he said. And the name stuck. Oh, God. That's, yeah. that's atrocious. Yeah. I mean, at least that's just the title of the song. So I'll, I'll let him get away with that, to be honest. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm good with that. All right. So love is like a bomb, baby, come get it on. Not like romantic right there. Like, hey, this is extremely violent. Come and you, let's have intercourse. You just came into the house for a cup of tea. And now it's just like, <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Yeah, they, they really, uh, they waste no time. Like, But you have done that, right? You have you have had a girl come around and then you've been like, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just get it over with. Yes. Yes. It's, it, it was a, a delightful Tinder date. I believe it was uh, New Year's Eve 2016, I want to say. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, she invited me over for New Year's and I assumed it was on and we didn't even exchange like pleasantries. It was just, hello, bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay. So it was, I guess, uh, love is like a bomb. Come on, baby, get it on. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say I had one of those experiences as well, uh, last year at some point and it was, uh, it was actually kind of spectacular, not what I expected, but it was. It was, she, she said, uh, I don't normally do this. And I was just like, oh, uh, they always say that. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. But good for her, you know, good for her. So did you know her beforehand or? No, I matched with her on Tinder that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's good. Wow. It's good. <laughs> well, mm, sec- yeah, it was all right. So I think it. I think something like about that is interesting because mm-hmm. you can have chemistry with someone based on. Uh, you know, getting to know them really well, and that can really inform the physical and be lead to a very good connection that is then reinforced by, you know, sexual activity together. And yep. that exists and is wonderful, and, you know, we've all had it. Agreed. Um, and then it can just be like, hey, visually you are stimulating. Oh, look, visually you are stimulating. Let's fuck. And, yeah. like, that also exists, and I think that uh, with some of our sort of, like, uh, you know, Judeo-Christian hangups as a culture, you know, European, uh, American taboo stuff. Yeah, yeah, like we don't want to act like that exists, but it does, and it's awesome. Ladies, if you like a guy, bang him. Yeah, go for it. I mean, there's a re. I know, the internet is based on porn. <laughs> Everything is based on porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and apparently our lives are too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so one of my favorite podcasts is called The Bodega Boys, and they always talk about it's these two guys from the Bronx. They're hilarious. They've got a show on Showtime, um, and they always talk about uh, pornography. So they like, really, yeah, and so they've been recently like making an effort not to, um, and they call themselves the Sucio Boys because in Spanish Sucio means dirty. Uh, so it's funny to hear them like accidentally drop a reference to porno and be like, "Oh fuck!" Like <laughs> so much earlier in the episode than we meant to. They just couldn't. Oh my god. Okay, that's uh, Bodega Boys. I'm gonna check that one out. Thank yes. you for that. Yes. And uh, okay, it's a much so better podcast than this one, by the way. We'll just significantly. Yeah. 
Um, oh, by the way, uh, welcome to episode, uh, you know, 236 um, yeah! of the show. Yeah! We, we've made it really far, so yeah, we're really we excited. Are, we are rich beyond our wildest dreams at this point. Yes. Uh, we've bought Gennadius now. <laughs> yes, so we are the uh, number one crack dealers in uh, Oslo. and boy! And we're trying to consolidate and make that uh, uh, number one in all of Scandinavia. But um, the Malmo market is really, you know, difficult to get into. There's a lot of red tape. There. Oh, oh, was that an earlier? Okay. All right. You'll get that red tape. You'll get that red tape reference. <laughs> I promise. We're coming back to it. Yes. But let's continue with this song. Okay. Yeah. So pour some sugar on me. Despite the asides, it's still a terrible song. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> All so, right. So living like a lover with a radar phone. Um, this is a song by Radar Love is a song by Golden Earring. They're referencing a much better song. It's sort of like how Kiss talks about, hey, this, like, let's rock in a lot of their songs. <laughs> and, like, they're describing kind of, like, what a good song would be, but they aren't actually writing or singing a good song. No. This is kind of some of that from Def Leppard. Like, hey, you know, Radar Phone uh, by Golden Earring. It's a good song. Like, you've heard it. If not, I don't know, pull it up on the YouTubes and, you know, listen yeah, to tabs. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's, it's a cool song because it has an interesting narrative. Like, this guy is driving... And uh, he, you know, feels this message from his lover through the ether, through the ether, like as if he was on a radar, like sort of wirelessly had a signal from her. So and like that's a powerful thing. And I think we've all felt it. And he describes it in a pretty poetic way. And that makes for a good song. Unlike Pour Some Sugar on Me, which is a <laughs> stupid tea reference that makes no goddamn sense. It's not beautiful. All right. So, uh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, he, he references this beautiful song and then in the next line says, looking like a tramp, like a video vamp, <laughs> like definite demolition woman cannot be your man. Like, is this guy picking up whores at construction sites like demolition woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we can straight that. <laughs> uh, so I'll have to say this actually, because a uh, video vamp is based on kind of a movie, uh, movie character where, um, a vamp is like a femme fatale seductress kind of woman who doesn't necessarily have the aesthetically pleasing looks but she's okay. she she has something appealing right? right and it's uh she but the song is so the song is about i guess it doesn't matter if you're ugly or <laughs> or if you're pretty i'm just horny let's just get it on uh I mean, that makes sense with the, you know, like, uh, just show up and fuck. Mm, but he's inviting her in. Uh, he makes a reference to a good song, and then he calls her a tramp. Uh, and then a builder woman. So uh, this uh, this is so conf this is confusing me now. Yeah. I'm yeah. angry. Yeah, I mean, she's a construction worker. Maybe she's coming from her job, and just, you know, she's like... Uh, a lot of times when people are in power, you know, they like to just get talked down to. So maybe she's coming back. She's a demolition woman. Maybe she's in charge of a large crew and she just likes to get talked down to because she's in charge all day oh my gosh yeah <laughs> some bonded shit going on there <laughs> razzle and a dazzle and a flash a little light television lover baby go all night this is og netflix and chill yo <laughs> sometime anytime sugar me sweet little miss innocent sugar me yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh well i mean razzle and a dazzle and a flash a little light is that like red light kind of reference or uh, i don't know i mean He's definitely banging her and then like getting her to make him tea, right? Maybe that's where the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay. And then get a bottle, shake it up, break the bubble, break it up. I don't understand that. What bubble? Yeah, but shake a bottle is that a good bottle of coke? 
Yeah, like like right, that would be the like a drug reference, white powder, sugar as a euphemism. But these guys are, are Def Leppard just like nerds. They must be. There was some sort of like, oh, we don't drink. We drink. We drink tea. Yeah. So if you consider this with the reference of the tea, right? Uh, so come on, take a bottle, 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 bottle. Uh, our American shake it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, break the bubble, break it up, and uh, I, I don't what, know what, what what is it. What is break it up? And like, what bottle do you shake up when then and then like break a bubble to like open? So come on, hey hey, come on, West, come on, take a bowl, take take uh, the bowl. Okay, okay, take, I've got a bottle in my All hand. Right. Shake it up, break the bubble. What fucking bubble, man? Oh, inside. There's a bubble inside. Is there, there a bubble yeah. inside here? So you now? have to you have to break it up. You have to break it up to get into the bubble. Right. Yeah, these. I, I could open the bottle. Okay. That would be the logical choice. You know what? Def Leppard are some sort of geniuses. This is. Uh... Would Would you now pour some sugar on this bottle? Oh, <laughs> let me go get some sugar. <laughs> One or two fingers. God damn! This makes no sense. <laughs> Fuck you, Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> all right so then he sings the chorus which is stupid too and then uh <laughs> i'm just not gonna do it uh i'm hot sticky sweet well yeah you got sugar on From yourself my head. my head yeah to my feet <laughs> and so then he's poured some sugar on he's got some sugar on him now yeah i guess like the girl was sick of being talked down to so she just like poured the sugar on him after the coitus <laughs> <laughs> and then he just okay so listen red light yellow light green light a go crazy little woman in a one-man show this goes a bit fast yeah this is a bit fast for me like it's a red light red light green light i get that that's how you love is as fast as a, a, a race i guess it's just red light yellow okay. green light. there you go you're in love Okay, okay. But now it's about love, not about just fucking on the first date. Yeah. And or then, first encounter, even. I, I mean, I've got to say, like, I've been in, on some, you know, dates with girls or, like, hooked up with girls, and it was just very clearly, you know, like a one-track thing where it was, like, only going to be physical or whatever. Yeah. And then I'd catch the worst STDs of all, oh. STD singular, not plural of all, which was feelings. Ah, yeah, that one. Yeah, and then you're trying to play it cool and be like, oh, we should, you know, do this again, and it's just fucking and nothing else. I mean, <laughs> but we should definitely do it again. And she's like, well, you know, no, not really. Mm, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hope you don't take this bad, but uh, oh, I hate that. Uh, when you when you send them a text message and they answer with that, uh, give me a second, I'm going to answer in a bit. Oh. Uh, oh, you fucker. Okay, here it comes. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, like they might as well just say, "Hey, I would take the time to write some. I'm gonna take the time to write something nice to you mm -hmm. about why I don't want to see you again." You just assume <laughs> I did that and save everyone, you know, the 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 wait. <laughs> that should be that should be like just a template, like when you're typing on your phone and like you get a <laughs> message on Tinder or like a message from somebody you met on Tinder. The AI in your phone should just autocomplete that kind of thing, or lock you out when you're drunk. Yes, Ghost of Steve Jobs. Why, why aren't you on this? Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm enough for that. Oh, I have enough for that. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Crazy Little Woman in a One-Man Show. What does this line mean? Like, Mirror Queen, Mannequin, <laughs> Rhythm of Love, Sweet Dreams, Saccharine, Loosen Up. Uh, yeah. So, so the Sweet Dreams, Saccharine, Loosen Up is meant to be a reference to uh, wishing someone... Well, Sweet Dreams is obviously wishing someone a good night's sleep. Okay. And that kind of creeps me out about this one. Um, so, uh, 
It's meant to be kind of a, a play on words. <gasps> I figured out what Crazy Little Woman in a One Man Show is. This guy is jerking off. It's yeah. a one man show and he's alone. <laughs> this song is about jerking off and pouring honey on yourself. And he's he's painted some eyes on his uh, oh. on his hand. So oh. it looks like it's, someone's giving him a what? Well, I guess it's the opposite. You're fucking the back of the head. Like, yeah, well, you have yeah. Wink. You have to wink like this. Yeah. Well, I know you can see this, but I'm doing the awkward. It, yeah. So for you assholes out there. It's like if you uh, put, you know, two eyes um, just below the knuckle on your um, pointer finger uh, and, you know, like some lipstick around the thumb joint. So you sort of have like those silly, li silly little hand puppets. Mm. And then if you're going to, you know, jerk off with your thumb uh, facing up, like thumbs up, then it's like you're just fucking the back of somebody's head if it's that puppet. But if you put your thumb facing down for thumbs down and jerk yourself off, then it's like mm. you're getting a blowjob. Yeah. Uh, that's what that was what Leo was doing. Okay, carry on. No, but uh, the way I was gonna, I was just gonna say it's like when uh, Eric Cartman had the Jennifer uh, <laughs> Lopez thingy on his uh, hand. kisses for my love. <laughs> oh my Ben, you are so good for my taco. That's <sighs> those are good lyrics. <laughs> Much better than this song about jerking off and pouring yourself a tea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly with two sugars. Yeah, and having a wank about well nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then falling asleep. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. 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 More. More. Uh, more support for this. Sweet dreams. Saccharine. Loosen up. Lucid love. You gotta squeeze a little. Squeeze a little. Tease a little more. This guy's squeezing his Johnson. He is. You don't squeeze it. You. You up and down. Not. Yeah. Not. Not clench. Up and down. Yeah. He's bad at masturbating. Oh my god. Easy operator. Come a knocking on my door. Sometimes. Enter. Sometime, anytime, sugar me sweet, little miss innocent, sugar me. Okay, so this is just like a, this is a fantasy. This yeah. is, I think we figured it out. That makes no goddamn sense. But that's why the, I can understand how we got the song title now, because the song title has nothing to do with the song. Yeah. Fuck yeah. all. It's like Walk This Way um, is a song about fucking a child, but the Walk Ooh, This shit, Way. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I can't believe we got that reference. <laughs> that's shit. from uh, episode 145, uh, which is a previous episode mm. that we, um, that's, you know, it'll be on the website and stuff. Uh yeah, so this song just continues on into eternity of just fuck this, basically. Yeah, and then uh, they uh, they have a bunch of uh, uh, choruses, and then they have uh, one last stupid verse, which is, uh, you got the peaches, I got the cream. Sweet to taste. cream! Because <laughs> I'm hot, hot, so hot, sicky sweet, from my head to my feet, you take sugar one lump or two. So basically, this is a song about a guy who's masturbating, Mm. Cover, sweating a lot, covering himself in sugar to the point where the sweat and the sugar melt together and he gets all sticky. <laughs> this, this is a fucking gross dude. And like he, uh, I don't know, is constructing this fantasy about, I guess, a woman in construction. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, his um, dad? Yeah. Something like that? I, uh, I, it's this, he makes it, okay, so this, this line, make, this, this whole fucking bridge means that he's, he's making his own syrup. Yeah, and that scares oh, me. Oh, maybe he's using his jizz and this like the the sweat and sugar. Yeah, to... a little mix to make a little like, icing. Oh, mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, but never. you know, if you add sugar and salt to something, it's gonna taste good anyway, isn't it? I, I suppose. I mean, look, if you get invited to a uh, potluck at Def Leppard's house, yeah. don't don't have dessert. Don't go. Don't do it. There's some fetish in that. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, though they're rock stars, they don't want to fuck you. They just want to see you drink their jizz. Cake. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I, I can never listen to this song again without thinking of the expression cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> All right, um, assholes. Thank you for staying with us through this uh, ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope that we've ruined Pour Some Sugar on um, someone or other. Someone or other, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pour Some Sugar don't, on me. Don't pour sugar on Def Leppard. No. Whatever you do. Yes. They'll masturbate and make cake out of it. Let's go. All right. right. So the next song uh, I decided to select, I'll uh, put that on me. And I've been really looking forward to this. Uh, It is Motley Crue with Shout at the Devil. Uh, This song is just, well, it's Motley Crue. You know where this is going. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. To a terrible place. Shall we do it? Yes. Let's do it. So I guess uh, this song is one of the earlier songs of uh, Molly Crew. I'm basically dragging that out of my ass. I have no idea. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> okay, so going into this song, mm. my only question is, why are they shouting at the devil? I think that's a fair question to want to know by the, the answer to by the end of this song. Yeah. And I have no faith whatsoever that Molly Crew will answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh, this is actually really lame. It's I hate it. I because I've heard this song a few times and I was just like, oh, cool, the shouting at the devil, nice. Uh, but there's this... so many reasons why shouting at the devil could be good. Like, yeah. oh, something bad happened to me and I blame the devil. Let's yell at him about it. Yeah, and right? uh, but what actually happened was uh, Nikki Six was in an experimental Satanist phase. Oh Jesus! Uh, and you know when Nikki Six goes in for a Satanist phase, he's just uh, yeah, he's. It sounds like he went balls deep. <laughs> balls deep in satan yeah so uh, uh well no that wouldn't happen it would be the opposite way i guess and satan would probably be a top although in uh in the south park movie satan was a power bottom with saddam hussein he was yeah but you know that's saddam he's the you know, ultimate the ultimate top, uh i guess like he's we, we've talked about isis and al-qaeda yeah saddam is way above that man he's uh he's the new he's the new devil yes for for, for reference, uh, we talked about ISIS and Al-Qaeda in episode 36. Yeah. Uh, go on uh, <laughs> iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts to check that out. Let's <laughs> go 300. Uh, well, okay. So the, originally this song was actually going to be called Shout With The Devil. Uh, because I guess Sneaky Six wanted to shout with the devil. He wanted to be part of uh, the devil's uh, shout. Okay. Also interesting, same question. Why are you shouting with the devil is an answer i think would be i think you'd want that Mm. question answered by the end of this song and i think it's reasonable to want that answer yeah absolutely and uh that they they give no answer to that during the course of this song son of a bitch of course they don't yeah so i I have to disappoint you there uh but the 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 fact behind the name change is even lamer all right so uh the previous uh the ex-guitarist for uh, for motley crew uh zutau he he was quite scared of this whole Satanist thing. He was quite scared of Satan, I guess. He, was, okay. I don't know if he was religious here. I don't know if there are a bunch of Christian rock dudes who kind of went, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Maybe. 
Um, but either way, um, uh, Nicky Six uh, changed his mind on this song after an episode with uh, former guitarist Zhu Tao, where they witnessed a knife and fork shooting up from the table into the ceiling. Uh, and uh, there's like there's a whole bunch on the internet of this like, like the haunting of Motley Crue. It's, it's crazy. It's uh, yeah. You sh- you what a rabbit hole. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and uh, Zutel basically, there's going to be no more. There's going to be no shout with the devil if you keep going like this. You're going to be killed. Yeah. You got really scared. And also, then, uh, interesting Nikki. subject matter for a song. Mm. I'm being fucking haunted by the devil. Let's hear about that. Let's let's write about that. Right. There are so many good pre- possible uh, premises for this song mm. that I am sure are not explored. God damn it. This annoys you already, doesn't it? Oh. But either way, uh, Nikki Six just went, fuck this, uh, and changed it. But what I really, what I actually think in my my little pea-sized white brain, uh, (laughs) I think that it was just hell trying to say, turn this the fuck off, please. We don't want to be associated with this shit. Don't sing Uh about, don't sing about hell. Don't sing about us. Uh So they're just being intentionally provocative. I think so. I think it's just okay. hell kind of going, turn it off, mate. Come on, just don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> know what I mean? All right. So they begin by saying shout a lot. Yeah. You, yeah, you could do. be actually shouting something. See, that's the problem with a lot of these bands is that instead of shouting something, they just say like, okay, let's describe this thing we could be doing that is like cool. Yeah. Um, uh, which sucks. But they don't. <sighs> and uh, I guess uh, so. Uh, we could go through the lyrics of verse one but it doesn't really give us anything right yeah. it's just uh it's just kind of him warming up a little bit he's saying you're he's some sort of wolf he's a blood stain on the stage i don't know uh, what Did, why uh, who cares uh he's a tear <laughs> in your eye is he so he's a he's a performing wolf who somehow started bleeding on the stage yeah and crying and crying yeah, or making yeah, yeah. you cry yeah while you're on stage, because he's such a bad performer, got it. Yeah, Motley Crue. This, this all, this all tracks. Starts, starts making sense now. Has, has anything flew, flown into the ceiling yet? No. no. Okay. No. All right, we're good. <laughs> uh, uh, so he's, he's a knife in your back. He's rage. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Personified. I'll give him that. Uh, he's ra- He's the razor in the knife. Do you have razors and knives? I mean, look. Honestly, I'm gonna. I'm. Although this is ostensibly stupid. If you glued a bunch of razors to a knife, <laughs> oh, that would no, be so badass. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure out in Grenarius right now, there is a crackhead with a bunch of razors oh, glued onto yeah. a knife that, like, he is so stoked about because it's going to help him steal crack today. Yeah, man, that's like Mad Max kind of shit. That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Okay, good idea. Good all right, idea, all right. Uh, like, 273 in the mm. negative column, but a strong <laughs> one in the positive column. Yeah. Well done, Nikki Six. <laughs> I'm going to go home uh, and glue razors to knives tonight. Yeah, but then he he does say he's a razor to the knife, but then he goes, oh, lonely is our life. So he's going to go home and use that razor to keep going, Tim. Uh, I mean, hopefully. Well, he's still here. So yeah, he didn't do it. Unfortunately. So still. his head is now spinning around and around. Uh, but in the, okay, so it's, like, it's almost like the next two lines, uh, or, well, next three lines. Let's say three lines. Is when kind of he started writing the songs with these three lines. He like had this kind of crazy poetic idea in his head, but uh-huh. then he just turned into shit because he goes, "But in the seasons of wither, we'll stand and deliver." And that's kind of that's that's a solid sentence. Yeah, yeah, that's a decent rhyme. It, it's yes, yeah, that it works. Be strong and laugh, and and then he just goes shout. <laughs> 
Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, like this this stanza is uh all over the fucking place. <laughs> like it's just totally it's it's weird. It starts off by right? like talking about Satan and then like being like all these dirty gr- like gnarly things like razors on knives. Yeah, <laughs> Mad Max. Yeah. And then he goes I'm into so like lonely. yeah, like oh I'm badass, I'm badass. I'm <laughs> like it's just totally all over the place and ends on a almost ends on a solid note there's one you know like you said like the seasons of weather will stand to deliver that's a fine that's a solid line decent prose but then yeah be strong and laugh and shout <laughs> fuck you shout with the devil so uh, now i get the with the devil because they're then gonna he's gonna he's gonna stand with you in your sadness and yeah make you horny uh I assume, yeah, that's that's probably where it's All right. Crew. That's where let's jump going. to the next verse because fuck it. Uh, this is where I've got some uh, I've got some good notes on this one, right? So right. it says uh, he'll be the love in your eyes. So the devil is going to be the love in your eyes. Okay. Um, Does that mean he's like come in my face? I... <laughs> he's always oh, it's in my eyes. I completely agree. <laughs> oh, and I've already got all this sugar from Death, from my party with Death Leopard. Ah. but it's been it's been really it's been quite nice so far it's just been like okay but in the seasons of weather we'll stand and deliver be strong and laugh and let's not let's not go into the chorus and then he goes he'll be the love in your eyes and he goes he'll be the blood between your thighs fuck me this just tur- took a turn for the weird yeah it's just totally all over the place like what is what is going on here but honestly this is about as uh, uh was it, a satanism as far as Satanism goes, this is about as gothic as this song is going to get. Uh, talks about blood in your thighs. I mean, period, there right? are actual Satanists. There are people who like have read the Bible and decided, you know what, this, this like bullshit. Satan guy yeah. gets a gets like bad a rap. Bad <laughs> like he's got a shitty PR guy. God has a better PR guy. Like I'm actually on board with this like fallen angel. It seems like he's got a lot of points here. Mm-hmm. And I bet they look at songs like this and are like, "Fuck you! This doesn't represent me." Like probably Muslims who are just like you know walking around Joe Schmo. Uh, Mohammed Schmo sandwich eating a guy eating a sandwich seeing Al-Qaeda in the news being like oh fuck he's making oh, us look bad no. <laughs> you know Satanists are probably looking at this and being like oh Molly Crew making us look bad fuck them <laughs> yeah I'm uh, because, uh, because I'm a Norwegian uh, black metal fan I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to say this uh, this whole the Satanist Bible it doesn't have that it's not too bad it's not too bad right yeah it's uh, they have some good it has, they have some uh, good um, good good views on uh, women's rights for example um, like that they have them? Yes. Because indeed, in the Bible, yeah. it doesn't seem like that's the case. Absolutely. And uh, I, don't, I don't think there is any reference to the whole gay thing in uh, the Bible, but in the Satanist Bible as well, it's just like, I should do what I want. Yeah. But just whatever you do, don't listen to fucking Motley Crue. <laughs> I hope that's on page one. Yes. <laughs> that's uh, initiation ceremony. Have you listened to Godly Crew? <laughs> Maybe like in, uh, you know, the Satanist Bible, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the Adam and Eve story. It's like, okay, so the tree of knowledge... Like there's the tree of Motley Crue. If you go anywhere <laughs> fucking near it, you're done. <laughs> Eat shit and die. <laughs> okay, so uh, this just gets even weirder. So uh, from he'll be the blood between your thighs, they go on to say, and then he'll have you cry for more. You're not crying for more if, you, if you're bleeding from yeah. your vagina or penis? Or Yeah, or penis. Genitals? He's a blood in... In, in between your thighs no boy has that no guys have that why is this song just for girls yeah. I don't know that so or like Satan you... is your period Satan is your period and he will want you to have more period 
Yeah. <laughs> that. Uh. And he'll put strength to the test. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that line makes like, no sense. Put in, your in strength to the test. Yeah. And then he's going to say he put the thrill back in bed, uh, which is here is not Nikki's poetic side taking over again. I mean, I'm not thrilled unless I'm bleeding in bed <laughs> and wanting more blood. Yeah. Yeah, because it's. Uh, but I also think that they probably didn't do. Considering our last episode where we talked about how they were just like we're cool. Episode um, uh, two hundred and thirty-five. Yes, you are correct. Uh, oh, thirty-four. My thirty-five was. The how one dare that, you contradict oh, me? <laughs> but he put the thrill back in bed and i don't i I can't believe i I don't think molly crew have done anything other than missionary to be honest uh yeah this is like a lot of these bands where they talk about like doing sex Mm. and like you know they're just a middle school boy on the playground like yeah i put my balls in her yeah man can you do that (laughs) only one way (laughs) challenge accepted yep shout at the devil and you got it prepare for a wild episode mm. 237 folks but yeah he'll be the risk in your kiss uh might be anger on your lips might run scared for the door the poetry comes back suddenly but this is like this is kind of what i would call american satanism where mm-hmm. we put american in front of things just to say this is kind of like low-key this is this is like kindergarten insincere yeah mm-hmm. or just kind of just yeah, kindergarten. Like a bit, not you, you know. You're a bit, you're a bit kindergarten. No, you're not. Oh, just because I'm short. <laughs> I'm not a gigantic Aryan. I don't fit in in this country. <laughs> I had a friend visit um, like like 10 years ago before I had ever been to Scandinavia. I had a friend who's even shorter than me um, visit, and he's got dark hair. Uh, he visited Scandinavia. He went like to, I don't know, like uh, Sweden and Denmark. Um, and Finland and Norway. I think he like kind of did a loop on his honeymoon or something. Nice. And he was like uh, coming back and telling the group like, oh yeah, I loved it. It was beautiful. But also I fucking hated it because I was the shortest, darkest, ugliest person <laughs> in every room I entered. And it was awful. <laughs> oh, that's not that uh, dilemma. Would you rather be uh, the smartest person or the most be- or the best looking person when you walk into a room? Ooh, that is a good dilemma. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably smartest because if you're smart as a guy, you can pull chicks who are prettier than you are good looking. That is true, but I think I would be, as long as you're not like uh, horribly vain, mm-hmm. uh, I think I would be the best looking because then at least you can learn something. That's true. Being around people who are smarter than you can be interesting because there's always a lot to learn from. But what if you're so dumb that you're naive, where you're just like, I'm the, I'm, I'm dumb, but I'm the smartest person in the world. Hmm. That yeah, that's like a monkey paw type of wish. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's no, there's no right answer here. Why don't you uh, fax us your answers? uh, To uh, do we have a number? Not yet. Nine one one. Yes, fax that to your local police station, and I'm sure they'll get it to us. Uh, so this song, I had one goal for this song, and it was to find out why the devil was being shouted at, and mm-hmm. this did not answer that question at all. Way no. to let me down again, Motley Crue. Fuck you. Fuck you again. <laughs> Motherfuckers. We are so confused and even more angry. Uh, in my season of Wither, Motley Crue did not stand or deliver. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we are 
Yeah, oh, there's there more. There Fuck is. me. There's, oh, it goes on and on and on and on. Uh, but we're not gonna. There's no point. There's no point in continuing with this because it's just like he every every verse he goes into like this weird kind of weird sentences so it's just like what the fuck are you talking about and then he goes into some sort of poetry and then he goes back to shoot shoot <laughs> yeah like but shout with the devil would have been a better song yeah that with instead of ah just ah. yeah because like this song is talking about all this like like hot topic teenager who's like not really that dark into like you know dark shit like it's ostensibly dark shit yeah, like american right. like light not really uh that dark dark shit and then if you're shouting at the devil, that's like badass, right? Um, uh, sorry, sorry. If you're shouting with the devil, that's like badass. You know, yeah, you're on the yeah, side yeah, of the yeah. devil, whatever. But if you're shouting at the devil, like you're a Christian who's like on the side of the light and like yeah. dislike the devil. Why would you be doing this and also being so dark? You're on his fucking side. Well, you know, there's also uh, there's this goes both ways, kind of, because you've got uh, the you've got these guys saying shout at the devil, which is like you say, it's, it's basically Christians just going, uh, yeah, go away. Uh, but you also have the Satanists uh, at concerts uh, doing the devil horns, right? And that means chase the devil away. Interesting. Yeah. So that means chase the devil away from this music, basically, and um, that's very misunderstood. Yeah. But I'm also dragging that on my ass. So I don't know. Huh. Well, I'm not. I heard it somewhere, <laughs> but I can't. Don't, don't, yeah. I'm just going to say it. It's uh, true in my head. Don't change my mind. I love it. <laughs> it's like one of those things where you that you hear when you're 13 and like you don't need the source. It's like how yeah. uh, when we were 13, everybody for some reason heard that Marilyn Manson got two of his yeah. ribs removed to suck his own dick. Oh. And we all just believe it to this day. <laughs> yeah. But it's Marilyn Manson, though. You, you... It's like plausible enough to yeah. think of if you're like 13 like you'd believe that he does I've, I've been to one of his concerts it's weird like it's <laughs> yeah me too but it's good weird it's just yeah, like you're standing just looking at him on these like these two stilts in yeah. the middle of the stage he's like what the fuck are you doing but you're standing there for two hours going oh no for this guy yeah yeah that's it's amazing and I, he has some good songs let's do one of this yeah let's promote him yeah I went on a uh, Bumble date a few years ago with a girl who purported to have been, like, banged by Marilyn Manson. Yeah. So she said that, like, uh, she was some sort of, like, pot grower in California. Nice. And then uh, uh, she met him through that, I guess. And Bumble? No, 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 no. Oh. Not through Bumble. <laughs> through, like, through, being, through a, pot. Yeah, through yeah, being okay. a pot grower at, like, a pot, fairly large sorry, scale. Pot. pot. The yeah. marijuanas. The marijuanas. And she said that, like, banging Marilyn Manson involves getting taken back to his place and having him put on his music that you have to, like, sit through and pretend to enjoy Aww. before you have sex with him. But does she seem like... The, did she see... I, I don't I don't want to shit on Marilyn Manson. Did she... Okay, I have to ask this. Did she seem like the kind of person who would sleep with a goth? I don't think it was that she was into goths because she was like a pretty standard looking like blonde hair, blue eyed American white girl. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, I think it was just he, he is famous and it was yeah. like an interesting notch on the uh, Anyone would, yeah. So, so I guess he was on her cancer list or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. I'm into <laughs> that. Um, okay, let's let's just, yes. let's shout at Motley Crue for yeah, being shitheads. Just get rid of this shitty song. Uh, Fuck it. Let's go away. Let's go to the next one, All which right. is even worse. <laughs> oh God! It, it's pot. It it. I didn't know that was possible, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> right. So, 
Starship, also known as uh, Jefferson Airplane back in the day, uh, have that's... a song called We Built This City. Uh-uh. We Built This City of Rock and Roll. And it's the only true lines in the song. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you have been warned. And and this song is like kind of about San Francisco, which is definitely not a city built on rock and roll. It's no. a city built on segregation and high... sausage rolls. Yeah, and like uh, no, 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 not sausage rolls. Um, uh, uh, sourdough bread. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was looking for some famous shit. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Uh, and apparently the the drama with like Starship and Jefferson Airplane and all those different names is like this big wormhole you can go down on Wikipedia and I mm. started looking into it and then I realized I don't care. <laughs> don't care enough to chase it. This music is this not is, good enough. Yeah, you just have to read the, read the lyrics in order to make this podcast. You really don't need to know anything about it. Yeah. We just make up our own mind about shit. Yeah. Don't yeah. change our minds. Alright, let's play this fucker. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm ready. <laughs> I should have paused it at right at the end of that. That's all right. Yeah. This song is the musical embodiment of mom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I read that they are like a uh, psychedelic political uh, in, well, not indie. They're, yeah, psychedelic pol- political indie band, actually. Okay. So they are, all their lyrics, they tried to change the name, but that didn't actually do anything because they're still. They go into like these segues sometimes where they just complain about how shit life is, and then they go, <laughs> and it's just like, how because this is quite a positive song when, it, you, when you hear it, yeah. Like the synth is like fun sounding yeah, and upbeat, yeah, yeah. they don't like mom jeans, <laughs> <laughs> except they've got a really dumpy ass, dumpy ass, yeah. That what means the... like a bat, like a, a not good ass that like sags oh yeah we call that um, um a diaper ass here yeah 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 that's yeah. a really good phrase for it yeah is that how would you say that in norsk uh <laughs> <laughs> I, it tickles me to no end that a butt is called a rumpa <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i take this thing for granted <laughs> i love this goofy ass language it's just so like delightful <laughs> like people greet here each other mm. like serious people greet each other with hi hi Hi, hi. It's just a delightful place. Well like, done, go there. <laughs> like, I, I, we shit on everything here in this mm. podcast. Like, I'm legitimately not shitting on this or being ironic. It is delightful to hear people talk like that all day, every day. Like, <laughs> takes up a blowout. <laughs> that was a reference to uh, Frozen. So we're going to do that next time. Yes, we'll do yeah. all the lyrics from Frozen and shit on your child's name. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, every. I mean, with that sense, this this vodka is going to take off. Yeah. So next episode, which is five ninety nine, oh, it's going to be amazing. All the moms with dumpy a- diaper asses in their mom jeans will be like, <laughs> "Thank you, I fucking hate this song. I've had to listen to it two hundred and seventy three oh. times on the way to soccer practice." Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for convincing my children that it's horrible. <laughs> don't let your just children listen to this podcast, though. Assholes. Yeah, no, well, unless you want them to start listening to David Bowie, because we are we're, we're talking yeah. about good songs as well. That's you know? true. We guide them in a good nah, direction. I mean, <laughs> say word. All right. Say you don't know me or recognize my face. Say you don't care who goes to that kind of place. Knee deep in the hoopla, sinking in your fight. Too many runaways eating up the night. What the fuck? <laughs> because all right so uh, first i would like to say uh, i think jefferson airplane is a much cooler name than spaceship spaceship is a shit name for a band it's a terrible name and the thing is uh spaceship because... is half the name of a band yes uh, and because jefferson airplane is a better name i think they somehow downgraded from a spaceship mm-hmm. no way no no i had this oh wait hang on give me a second uh they somehow downgraded from an airplane to a spaceship. You don't downgrade from an airplane to a spaceship. Spaceships should be so much cooler. But they right. managed to fuck that up. So good job, spaceship. But also, okay, so the one line in this uh, verse, which is uh, knee deep in the hoopla. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, you can like hoopla just means excitement. So it's like, you know, saying that you're just very excited. Um, a lot of this is very idiomatic. So like, See, as a Norwegian, I don't know that. I don't know that as a Norwegian. That's fair. It's it's very trying to explain. Like, there's no reason for you to know that if you don't uh, hear English spoken by Americans mm, all day, every mm, day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you have an expression in uh, Norsh that's like um, knee deep is kind of like saying balls deep or something. Like, just very uh, involved in something. Oh, just all in basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything, but yeah, we definitely do. Uh, send us your suggestions. Uh, call nine one one. and yeah, we'll pick them up from there. Yes. Uh, but anyway, knee deep in the hoopla is the name of the album that this song was made on, and there are no songs on the album called knee deep in hoopla. So the only reference to this album is in the song. They just kind of uh, we're singing about something, and this album is called knee deep in hoopla, and they're singing. That's like when rappers begin their songs though by just yelling their name for like forty minutes. <laughs> DJ Khaled! We have to do one of those. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's like Hodor. Like <laughs> Hodor and DJ Khaled are yeah. the exact same person. Oh, did you know that Hodor is actually a DJ? <laughs> oh shit! So yeah. many levels to this. He's uh he's a good DJ as well. <laughs> oh man, he's I fucking huge. I wonder if he's uh huger. Well he is fat. No, he's a big boy. He's yeah. uh yeah, he's like yeah. Two I'm fat gonna DJs who can only say assume their own names. he's he must be like at least four meters tall. Wow. Yeah. They're, and they're both Pokemon, so they're fat DJs who can only say their own <laughs> names. A hundred percent Hodor and oh, Galead are Pokemon. Don't shit on Pokemon. <laughs> All right, let's keep going to the next. The pre-chorus. So the pre-chorus pisses me off a little bit because uh, there's some there's some stuff here, and it says Macaroni plays the Mamba. Listen to the radio, don't you oh, remember? Oh shit, you can hear the popo, they're coming for Gunarius. Oh shit, run away, run away. No. Hide, they're going to send you to the country. No, the ambulance is, oh yeah, I'm going to get deported. The ambulance is going away from Gunarius, they've uh, gone away. Oh wait, maybe they're going around the block. <laughs> Just to see if they come back, when they when they come back, they would have died. Yes, probably. Do anything about Bring it. the Narcan, fellas. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Drain the blood. Alright, so this pre-cum chorus, go on. Pre-cum chorus. Thank you for that. That was that was nice. That was a nice little segue there. Alliteration. Um, by the way, okay, so he says macaroni plays the mamba. 
And mm-hmm. I've heard uh, something like macaroni plays La Bamba. I don't know. I've, there's, but I've, I've heard it several times now, and he does not say La Bamba. He says plays the mamba. Okay. And uh, it's likely they meant mambo, mm-hmm. a dance. Yeah. Because a mamba is not a dance. As you know, mamba is a severely poisonous snake. Yeah. Venomous, even. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a friend from Zimbabwe who said that he, when he walked to school, him and his friends had to uh, hold sticks. like large rocks above their heads. Oh, really? Yeah, it's because the snakes would like, so we like little kids, so snakes would jump out of the trees from above, and they'd have to like protect themselves with these like large flat rocks. What the fuck? Against black fucking mambas. <laughs> and they, aren't they pretty big as well? The black mambas. Yeah, that's why they were attacking attacking human sized children. <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyone living in Australia, just get 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 away. It was uh, New Zealand, but yes, you shouldn't live in Australia. Nature is constantly trying to evict you, evict yeah. you from that continent. It's like uh, it's like Jurassic Park, but worse. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, caveat: White people should not live in Australia. Yes. The natives, that not native, yeah, yeah, like the indigenous folks yes, 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 of yes, all yeah. of the various groups of them, which are very diverse and not monolithic at all, mm. have been living there. Uh, some scientists estimate as long as sixty thousand years. Yeah, and a lot of their folklore backs that up because they'll talk about like you know uh, sea levels being different than they are now <laughs> in their stories from and you know it'll accurately reflect like when you could walk to fucking new guinea (laughs) or something so there's been continuously inhabiting this place for a very long time Mm -hmm. and um you know it's just not meant for white people because of all the poisonous shit and it's constantly on fire just some uh everyday white people racism for you there but to be honest there are two uh white people that are allowed there one steve Irwin, and two uh crocodile Dundee. 100%. 100%. Yep. Yes. They're fine. They're yes. good. They check out. And anyone else who just wouldn't survive, to, that we don't want to survive, they can go there as well. Yeah. Well, you know? I think that was the British perspective <laughs> originally. <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't have to put walls up because they would just end up dying anyway. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Penal colony. Pe- penis colony. <laughs> yeah. No, but I don't know this. Uh, this whole this whole sentence. Macaroni plays the mamba. It doesn't listen to the radio. Don't you remember? Oh, Marconi. He was the guy Sorry, who invented Marconi, the, yeah, the radio. Macaroni. But I don't think he invented yeah, it. To... Macarena. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he Marconi invented the radio to play the mamba or the macarena. No, I, mean, I don't think so. I don't think that was his stated goal. No, this just. Uh... They, he, I, who wrote this? Is someone? Is, did someone write this lyric and just? I, I just want this part of the song. And she's like, no, you can't. But I, I really want this in the song. Yeah. No, no. I see the problem. Okay, so if you get a band like um, that makes lyrics that are abstract, um, like your Sonic Youths of the world, where the lyrics aren't supposed to make sense, but it's a bunch of words that sound nice together and then sound nice over music. Yeah. Like that's one thing. Okay, I get that. But this is trying. This is framed in a literal, in a way that would make literal interpretation reasonable. It's not framed as abstract, no. and it's fucking stupid if you take it literally, because <laughs> it means nothing. Like, what? No. Okay, so if you built a city on rock and roll, talk about how you fucking like have a grassroots, you know, uh, group of bands that you like grew up playing with, and that yeah. there's like all these people who are fans of you, and like this is really this rock and roll's really important part of your city. Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Detroit, right? Detroit was built on rock and roll. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. 
Like that's and that's easy to make a song about. Like Kiss Detroit Rock City, right? Like you get that. Well done. Um, yeah. But like uh, this, it's, uh, they don't make a fucking case for it. Just like no. Molly Goddamn Crew does not make a case for why they're shouting at Satan. <laughs> like any okay, so in middle school they set you down and like okay, five paragraph essay, write your thesis, mm-hmm. and then three paragraphs about why your thesis is true and then conclude by saying like your thesis is true and because of these three things and then you're done these guys fucking failed out of middle school like all of them <laughs> shitheads and they have the audacity to talk about political sciences <sighs> fuck you guys fuck <sighs> you but okay so it, it, it get, it's gonna get worse go back um, on your starship and go back to pluto yeah Sorry. or further even further <laughs> you, can't, you can't get further out uh uh, but they go into the chorus. They apparently, apparently, they built a city on rock and roll. Did you know? I I thought they built it on mamba. Oh no no no! It's uh no, it was a sourdough. No no no, it was rock and roll. Okay okay. Anyway, that was unclear. Verse two: Someone always playing corporate corporation games. Who cares? They're always changing corporation names. Like this is when it starts to get like. What does this have to do with building a city on rock and roll? Yeah, I don't know. That now they're going into like, oh, we're going to go political. Fuck you guys. <sighs> I'm going to talk about this, but this is still to the jam of a very positive song. So you can't hear this when you hear it. Yeah. Right. So these lyrics don't, you don't hear them. They're just going to go into your head and out again. And it's like, if you have very positive lyrics and then very uh, uh, dark, um, you know, music, like if you play heavy metal music and then sing like a very happy chipper song, like that's funny. That's ironic. That's interesting. That's neat. Or if you do the opposite, where you have really cheery lyrics and then uh, really, uh, sorry, really cheery music and then really dark lyrics or something like that, or, you know, really meaningful political lyrics and then like really light, airy, synth-based music. Like that's one thing that's interesting, but they're not saying anything, so it doesn't have enough of a contrast to make that interesting, make that contrast somehow compelling to the listener. (laughs) This is just bitching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but the but the thing is, okay, so they they um uh they try to take a little dig at the negative impact that the record labels have on music uh, for some reason. But this is kind of ironic because uh, they wouldn't ha- this song wouldn't have existed had it not been for financial backing and promotion. <laughs> uh, so they are essentially biting the hand that feeds them, and they're trying to be all cool about it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. so we got this song up, but fuck you! <laughs> That's like um, Twisted Sister. Back in like episode, I think, 76, we discussed Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. Yeah, I think it. you're right, yeah. Uh, where they talked about how, like, you know, just this generalized rebellion. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, about uh, while living under their parents' roofs, about, like, how their parents' life was, like, boring and fright. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you fucking live there, man. Like, you gotta, like, hold, to hold down a middle-class job and support your, like, teenage ass, you gotta, like, be kind of boring to do that. Absolutely. Like, these are people who've made sacrifices for you and you're... Yeah, I mean, you start to understand why teenagers are such dicks, right? And yeah. they always find some way to annoy you. Yeah. Either way. I, it's, I was the worst. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll agree, to be honest. You were, you were shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you guys know me and West have known each other for about a year. <laughs> well, I was a I, I'm I just turned twenty, so you knew me when I was a teenager. You're a cute boy. <laughs> but now the whole like FaceTime thing on the buses where they just talk. Ah, uh, oh, just put the phone to your fucking ear. I don't want to hear uh, about your best friend Rwanda who has chlamydia or whatever. Because it's <laughs> n- it's not honestly you. everyone in Oslo has chlamydia. Get over it. 
is genuine. <laughs> oh is... yeah, that's a terrible thing. And why does it, I mean? Can you? Why is chlamydia such a big thing in Scandinavia? Because we don't like condoms. Oh yeah, yeah we we're all like, oh no, we're all natural. <laughs> I mean, in a trust-based society, I get why condoms would uh, not be the look. Yeah, and I guess we're more into kind of jizzing elsewhere, you know, uh, yeah. instead of into it. Girls as well, uh, from what I've met, it's just yeah, they 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 prefer it not there. Girls like to jizz on your chest. Is that what you're saying? Girls like to jizz on my chest. Yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Girl jizz on my chest. That's a lyric. Speaking of girl, <laughs> speaking of girl jizz, I used to date a girl who was a squirter, and it, oh. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought it was like cool and funny and this like badge of honor. It's like all right, I like definitely made her come and like there's concrete evidence of that. But like, look, dating a squirter, cool at first, but then you just end up doing so much fucking laundry. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. <laughs> oh my god. Like it's it's a logistical nightmare. Oh fuck! Like yeah. I don't want fucking to result in more chores for me. Ugh. You made your bed now. Sleep in it. I guess so. If I'd only gotten it all in my chest and like yeah, like me. Yeah, I gotta I gotta <laughs> learn those Scandinavian lessons. But now I do really think don't. we should uh, tell people to use condoms. Yeah, definitely use condoms. It's better than getting chlamydia. Well, <laughs> I I that's that's a fit that that is a very iffy one that that's like a life dilemma that's like a dilemma kind of thing again <laughs> would you rather use a condom or get chlamydia people were like oh <laughs> i'd rather die <laughs> there is this guy in my college who got um the clap chlamydia and um his fraternity found out about it and i was like friends with a bunch of guys in this fraternity and so he walks in a room and everybody starts applauding one time and i'm like why are you guys applauding and he just walked in the room and he looked kind of like sheepish and like left the room quickly and they're like oh yeah you got the clap so. <laughs> <laughs> oh as long as you make it into like a, a, a pride thing that's awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh speaking of pride this band clearly has no pride if they put this into the world they do not um Okay, so they built the the city, and now they get into some sort of politics in this third verse. That's uh, they they try. Uh, <sighs> they go into uh, the whole thing again with the police uh, for some reason. It's just and... another Sunday. I'm tired in a yeah. tired old street. Police have got the chokehold. Oh, and we just lost the beat. I'm oh, not... we just lost. The... Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Who counts the money underneath the bar? Who rides the wrecking ball into our guitars? We know who rides the wrecking ball. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. Yes. Yes. Miley Cyrus is an interesting case. I, she markets herself like a lot of based on sexuality. But a problem I have with a lot of pop stars who've transitioned from like childhood stars is I can't view them in a sexual nature because like all I see is like advertisements for Lizzie McGuire, you know, and just see this <laughs> yeah. like adorable little girl who is like has this big annoying obnoxious adorable voice which yeah. you can have both at the same time i guess and then she's like you know riding a wrecking ball and like you know has lots of um sexuality themed lyrics and it just it that doesn't yeah. yeah it doesn't jive i can't get over that do you have that problem with pop stars no just miley yeah yeah no i uh no i i'm genuine fan of miley as a human being not the music but yeah the human being i love she seems Sadly. like she'd be fun to you know hang out with yeah 
Hey, Miley, uh, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, we would love to have you. Uh, our number is 911. Yes, call yes. Miley Cyrus, call 911, ask for the Who Approved These Lyrics podcast, and you'll get right through to us. Woohoo! Yes. Can't wait. I think that's a, I think what we're doing is a felony. <laughs> you're, you're, this is why, this is why you're in Norway. <laughs> no, wait, no, we're in Norway. We're not in Norway. We're in Afghanistan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. That's, that's, that's Bangalore, India. Yes. All right. This, this podcast just divulged and we're, we're getting canceled. Yeah, okay. definitely. Uh, let's go let's go out in flames uh so we we keep going with this whole uh charade and all they just do they they run out of things to say and then they just kind of repeat uh built the city on rock and roll uh sounds about right yeah if uh, if you notice for this song we just go through a digression as soon as we possibly can so we can avoid talking about this song i know it's so bad (laughs) i'm fine with this all right, all right, let's go to the next one. Oh, no, do we have to? Somehow even worse. Yes, Hanging Tough by the New Kids on the Block. Oh, for fuck's sake. I, I do, I'm do. i so sorry for this. All right, uh, let's, should, do we, should we say some stuff about New Kids on the Block? Do we need to? I mean, they're, they're this awful pop rap-ish band from the 80s and 90s. Uh, uh, Donnie Wahlberg, who is um, Mark Wahlberg's brother, was yeah. in it. That's they were massive and it makes no yeah. goddamn sense. And Mark Wahlberg was in it as well before. Uh, that was after he was Marky Mark, right? I think that that's another timeline that I just you know there's a uh, Wikipedia wormhole and I yeah. just don't care. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. This is Mark I'll, was there. Mark. I'll do research about it if uh, it's interesting to bring up for the show. But yeah, just sometimes let's, fuck it. Like, let's save just, it for a good lyric. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Fuck it. Oh, I couldn't take it anymore. Uh, all right, this song is for eight-year-olds who just won their Little League baseball uh, title but are too stupid to memorize the lyrics to a real song like Queen's We Will Rock You. Right, well, uh, yeah, that's a good summary. Let's go yeah. to the next one. <laughs> it's, it's painful talking about this song. <laughs> so instead of talking about this song, let's talk about how Mark Wahlberg committed a bunch of hate crimes. Yeah! Yeah, all right. <laughs> so uh, in June 1986, Mark Wahlberg and three friends chased after three black children. This is all on Wikipedia, by the way. This is like very public knowledge. But, and this guy is a gigantic movie star. Uh, in the age of the like, canceled culture, it's shocking to me that Mark Wahlberg hasn't been canceled. Yeah. Then again, I did love watching him just curse at people in The Departed. That was delightful. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, maybe go fuck... Yeah, he does. He's... Yeah. I like him more as a comedian. He's... Yeah. Yeah, he's delightful because he doesn't seem in on the joke. No. <laughs> he's a bit oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> So he chased after three black children in 86, uh, screaming, kill the N-word, kill the N-word. And, like, if you're using, if you, I don't like to. You know like it can s- bleep, right? Yeah, but I, <laughs> if you're, I, I don't like saying it, even though in this context it would, like, 
be accurate. But like, you know, you, you know what he said. I don't want to say it. Ugh, ugh, ugh. And so, yeah. And then he likes, uh, as part of that incident, he summoned other white males who joined. Um, and so in August 86, a civil action was filed against Wahlberg for viol violating the civil rights of his victims. And the case was settled next month. Uh, and then this brings us to two years later, uh, where he clearly hadn't learned his lesson, because um, in April 1988, he assaulted a middle-aged Vietnamese guy <laughs> Chen, uh, on the street calling him uh, Vietnam fucking shit. <laughs> and he hit him... Uh, uh, the, what a fuck depraved... What were you thinking, Mark? Yeah. Uh, 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 and so he... Okay, so when he got arrested, uh, he first told police officers, oh, I'll tell you now that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. What? Yeah, like that's what his response to getting arrested was. Uh, so he... Uh, <laughs> investigators also noted that Wahlberg made numerous unsolicited racial statements about gooks and yeah. slant-eyed gooks. <laughs> What a piece of shit. Although I guess if I feel bad about saying the N-word, I should probably not say um, the G-word as reference as a racial slur for um, Vietnamese people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So he was charged with attempted murder, pleaded guilty to felony assault, and was sentenced to two years in jail. Oh. Uh, he's only served 45 days of his sentence um, and possibly left the victim blind in one eye. Um, and so... Then in 1992, he fractured the jaw of a neighbor, um, and uh, I don't know if that's a racial incident, but... So he's like your classic Jersey tough guy, eh? Yeah, but he's from Boston, so like that tracks that it, he's a racist. Good lord. And then in 2006, Wahlberg said the right thing for him to do would to be to meet with Trin, the Vietnamese gentleman who he attempted to murder, and make amends, though he had not done so. <laughs> oh. uh so with all that being said uh, i sincerely do not know which is more of a hate crime this song or mark Wahlberg's entire childhood which apparently consisted of nothing but committing actual hate crimes so that's how bad this song is let's uh oh wow okay that's a whole new context of this song i like that <laughs> okay so let's see if uh are you are you tough enough to hang tough uh to hang to be hanging tough but okay so this this song is base okay so uh 50 of this song is just them saying oh oh, oh. and then and then they, and then they again they just go oh, oh oh it's like they thought of a melody for the chorus and then just like didn't bother to think of the like words for it yeah let's make a couple of million of this we'll be fine yeah and you know what they did because of some fucking idiots decided to listen to this back in the day <sighs> people read the lyrics all right listen up everybody if you want to take a chance just get on the floor and do the new, new kid, kid dance don't worry about nothing because it won't take long we're gonna put you in a trance with a funky song okay oh. so i uh i i can't um i can't claim this as my own this is from the bodega boys podcast as you can tell big fan of that podcast it's fucking awesome but something that desus nice who is one of the hosts uh brings up he says that if you have a song where you're referencing a dance, you gotta explain that dance in the song. Cause if I gotta like learn it on YouTube or something, he says this much better than I'm saying it. But like that's a lot of work. Like I gotta go yeah. to YouTube, I gotta learn it. Like just tell me, you know, the hokey pokey, put one leg in, put yeah. one leg out. 
just that's the first verse of the song. That's fine. Yeah. Everybody gets that. Soldier Boy did it. Like it's not too tough. Just thank you, leg and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. So yet another reason why this song is a crime against humanity. Fuck you, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the new kids dance, please. Yes. Um, uh, I was going to say something else. Also, is it taking a chance to do this dance? Or do those do words just happen to rhyme? This is like... Uh, I don't know what it's like. It's, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. <laughs> I'm going to put you in a trance with a funky song. Um, nah, I'm good. I don't want. I don't trust them enough. They haven't given us a reason to like let us be put in a trance by this mm. song. And then they just keep on going on about because uh, you got to be hanging tough, hanging tough, hanging tough. Are you tough it, enough? Hanging tough, hanging tough, hanging tough. We are rough. Is that because the dance is difficult to do and you have to hang tough to learn it? Yeah, you just gotta. I think. I think this. Okay, so you know, like static wall sits, for example. Do you know what that is? Oh, the exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're doing. So that's it's where you put dance. your. So that's where you put like your back against the wall, mm. but like you're sitting, but there's no chair, so you're just like kind of leaning against the wall to keep yourself yeah. up. That's the dance. And then they say, "Hang on, that's not a dance. Oh, what a coincidence!" <laughs> and then I love that song, by the way. That's that's we'll have to do that at some point. As well. <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody's always talking about who's on top. Don't cross our path because you're gonna get stomped. We ain't gonna give anybody any slack. And if you try and keep us down, we're going to come right back. Yeah, and this is Donnie Wahlberg, right? So that means uh, there's some reference to uh, Mark Wahlberg's racial... <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like, ah, oh, we're not going to like take yeah, getting arrested for hate crimes. All of you. You're going to come right back. Oh, you fucker. <sighs> so they are basically declaring war on... Um... Minorities? Yeah. That's yeah. that's not a... Uh, uh, this is a good thing. Yeah. Oh. And then they just kind of go, oh, 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 oh. There's a lot of moaning in this song for, you know, uh, how many are they? They are uh, New Kids on the Block. One, two, many. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Um, white, nine white. Uh, yeah. Well, semi-white. Nine white guys. Ah, yeah. Okay. I think this bothers me the most out of anything in these lyrics, this third verse where they implore everybody to get loose everybody we're gonna do our thing if, <laughs> if people need to get loose tell them that in the beginning of the song now it's too late i'm fucking i'm supposed to be warming up now the song's almost over I'm stiff and just oh fuck this i'm sweating you should have told me also you should have told me what the new kids dance is unless they're talking about buttholes uh yeah they're uh possibly they're gonna do that thing uh uh oh mm, yeah uh, all right because you know it ain't over to the fat lady sings all right the fat lady is singing on this song for the who approved these lyrics podcast yeah oh fucking hell this fucking song all right now this song uh has a couple of interesting plot twists to it so we're doing escape the next song is Escape, the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes, who if you Google Rupert Holmes, looks like the pictures you would see in a Netflix documentary about a fucking serial killer. Yes, this indeed. This is a terrifying I looking individual. That's very well, well put, right? That's, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Or as we say, in not invest. <laughs> Let's put this song on. Have a brain. If you like making 
See, uh, this song will get stuck in your head. It's, it's yeah. You can go different keys. Yeah, it's a catchy tune. I mean, and and it's interesting because it's got a lot of like twists and turns to it. Uh, it's not vacuous and meaningless like most of the songs we do on this show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is fucking ridiculous um, because of the reasoning behind one of the plot twists. Yeah. Uh, so he begins by saying, uh, I was tired of my lady. We've been together too long, like a worn out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed and in the personal columns, there was this letter I read. I mean, it rhymes. It yeah, has, it's, it, it's very, it, it, it says exactly what you need to hear. It's, it's, yeah. it's very explanatory. Uh, it's a bit, you know, uh, uh, how'd you say when, um, um, when you're ripping on women. No, I actually, uh, I was going to say that it's actually Sexist. pretty, I was actually going to go with a different interpretation, um, but I'd like to know why you think that. Be well, because like a worn out recording, it's basically, you're set, it's like you're, you're, you're tired of hearing the same old shit, uh, but that's kind of a stereotypical thing to say about uh, your wife, I guess. So, yes, I'm with you. However, I think the next lyric mitigates that because he says, the, like a worn out recording of a favorite song, which I actually think is a very kind way to describe boredom oh, in a long-term yeah, relationship. Know, I, didn't, I didn't read ahead. You are, you are correct, sir. Yeah. Of a favorite song. So he's, th there is some hint that he's actually, there, there's some love there still, but it's just yeah. a bit, come on, let's, let's, let's spice up our sex life. Yeah, like he or loves drinking her. drinking life. <laughs> exactly like he loves her but he wants to get his dick wet uh, sorry yeah and, uh, <laughs> and then he goes on to the hook which is and getting caught in the rain and if you're not into yoga and if you have half a brain uh, if you're making love at midnight can't not sing it <laughs> I and love how into this song the you are <laughs> then I'm the love that you look for write to me and escape Yes. So he sees this personal ad in the paper, and apparently uh, the newspaper at the time in the 70s was just publicly visible Tinder DMs. <laughs> That's fucking wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's awesome. I, l I love that you had to do this. Yeah, You had to get the newspaper, and then the way your girlfriend or wife could find out is that you've actually cut something out of the paper and you're going to be like, oh, what's he doing? Is he looking for a job or is he looking for a woman? You don't know. Yeah, this is this is, uh, this is is messy. Mm. Uh, this is like very public um, and kind of ridiculous that people would just put this up into the uh, into the world where everyone could see it <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Uh, and anyone can contact you. Like, this yeah. is... Uh, have you seen those 80s dating video things? Describe more. Okay, so it's basically uh, guys... Imagine Florida, 80s, uh, like Vice City, the game, kind of. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting there in, like, uh, pretty bad bowling shirts... Uh, on a stool uh, in the middle of the room looking at the camera and then just going hello my name is uh, John Smith I am 39 I like looking after my uh, dogs uh, and walking trips with them so this and, is if um, you're interested in trying to get a lady you go to one of these dating yeah and then buildings, they, I guess, someone will buy those VHS's from 
a, a news agent, for example, or something like that. Okay. And then they'll look at it, and then their their number will come up, and then you can call it. Uh, basically, that's that's how it works. Okay. So it's like a, a old day gif, I guess. Okay. Of uh, a dating gif, somewhat. <laughs> um, but it's just it's just really awkward because you can hear them talk as well, and that what they try to do, they try to do their best pickup line. Yeah. They promote them trying to do the best pickup lines, and that's when it gets so awkward. Because it's these guys who just cannot talk to women, and now they're uh, talking to the camera, and they are awkward enough talking to the camera as uh, it is. Check it out on YouTube. I go to YouTube, just check out '80s dating video or just dating VHS. It's amazing. Right. So what would so what would your line be if you had to choose one? If you had to choose a pickup line for an '80s dating uh, website, I haven't had to do it. I've I've literally uh, okay, so I have to think of one. Um, I'd say I, I guess my pickup line would be, "Hey, if you like pina coladas <laughs> and getting caught in the rain, <laughs> classic. If you're not into yoga and you have half a brain, <laughs> then I have a penis." <laughs> hey, go with what works. Woo! <laughs> All right, I, I got I got mine. You want to hear okay. it? Okay, I would. I'd. Okay, okay. Uh, this is my favorite pickup line line of all time, and I invented it. What's up, girl? You look beautiful, like an almond. But what? Exactly. That's the reaction you want from a pickup oh. line. Because now you're having a conversation. She's like, "Wait, is he insulting me? Is he saying a compliment to me? I don't know." Yeah, but now I'm having yeah. a conversation with you, and so you're, you're trapped. Not, you're doing that the game you're thing. You're doing that the game uh, negging thing. No, it's called. not. It's not. It's intentionally neutral. So an almond is just meaningless it, it is could be, it, it could is, be yeah. anything it doesn't have to be an almond it's, uh, it could be whatever full of nutrients uh yeah. it's brown yeah it's fine like almonds are fine they're neutral like yeah. you look beautiful like a table you look beautiful like <laughs> a chalkboard you look beautiful like anything like a window sill right oh, like yeah. just, then i guess i would use you look beautiful like uh macbook pro yeah well that's no that's too beautiful that is because it's is. clear what you're saying and yeah. then and it's like also oh, i don't want to be compared to a computer like that's a yeah. turnoff but if you're confused you're kind of put on the back foot now you're in my web now we're having conversation now you can get to know how awful i am and turn me down for all the reasons i deserve to be turned down. <laughs> <laughs> so ladies now you know how wes is going to pick you up yes uh, it's gonna be fun <laughs> i i want uh, i want snapchats i want everything i want videos of this happening <laughs> that'd be awesome it works so well in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine. All right, so uh, this goes on to from the escape part. All right, um, yeah. So they're yes. they're laying. He's laying in bed with his lady and uh, who he loves, but is just feeling like they're in a rut. Yep. And then he reads this sexy ad, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking respond." Mm-hmm. Um. And so he read. Okay. So then there's this letter I read. And then in the second verse, he says, I don't think about my lady. I know that sounds kind of mean, but me and my old lady had fallen into the same dull routine. Again, yeah. he's like, you know, kind of kind about it. He's not yeah, saying, oh, this I bitch. Know. I know, saying, I know. Uh, but he's, it, it kind of annoys me a bit that he's repeating himself in the second verse. He could have just, could have done all of this in the first verse, you know? Kinda. True, true. Uh, but that's that's fine. Um, and he kind of talk, talks himself down so you can tell how shy he is because he gets... And now I'm not, I know somebody's poet. I thought it wasn't half bad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, he talks about how he writes to the paper, yeah. and then his uh, the second chorus is him his letter. That's a response, and this is all fucking live out there in the newspaper that the, presumably the whole town is reading. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I. Oh, do you want to sing it? Oh, sorry. You sell a pina coladas. No, I don't. <laughs> and getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. I, I am into champagne. champagne. 
I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon and cut through all this red tape at a bar called O'Malley's. Where we plan to escape. Yes. So, okay, he, like, answers her fucking verse for verse. You know, he says, like, you like this shit, I like this shit too. Yeah. And sets a time and place to meet, uh, which is pretty ambig- uh, ambitious um, as a response to a DM. But you know what? <laughs> if you're doing it publicly, just yeah. get down to business. He slid right into her DMs. Yeah. Well, everyone's DMs. <laughs> Uh, so I waited with high hopes as she walked in the place. I knew her smile in an instant. Here comes a plot twist. What? I knew the curve of her face. It was my own lovely lady. What? She said, oh, it's you. We laughed for a moment. And I said, I never knew. This song is about, uh, bad communications in a relationship. Yes. Yes, they've gotten bored with each other. They've both they're both bored with each other because she put the personal ad out first and then he responded to it. Yeah. And they don't realize that, hey, they're both uh they're for each other. They like the same things, they dislike the same shit. Yeah. Um and that's that's what they want you to believe. <laughs> I have an alternative theory on this song. Go on, son. Okay. So all this information is available publicly, right? In the newspaper. That's very well established. So plot twist, maybe this guy's girlfriend found the note before he got it published, like written in the bedroom somewhere, like in his drawer. And to prevent him from cheating on her, um, she actually like went there uh, to the bar and showed up at O'Malley's, right? And then, oh. Because there's no picture in the personal ad for yeah, him to recognize right. yeah. the woman. So she could have just intercepted this note and then turned up and is just pretending not to like yoga and to like champagne or pina coladas, right? Yeah, because she's seen it. Is uh, his his messages are open. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 you're right. And if she, you know, he's reading the paper next to her in bed or something, she could lean over and say, "Oh, he's l- looking at this message about pina coladas. Oh, now there's another message. He seems pretty into yeah, his yeah, fucking messages yeah. in his newspaper." See, that's, uh, that makes sense to me, and that's what that song means to me now. <laughs> uh, but there is one thing that kind of fucks me off with this song, and that is, um, this song is called Escape. Neither of them do. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. A lot of layers to that. Deep. Yes. Deep shit. Maybe they've escaped their rut. Have they, though? Because they, they, they are, now they know each other a little bit better, but they're going to go back into the same... Okay, I love you, but you're kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Oh, anyway, we also found out that the uh, the guy, Rupert Holmes, who wrote this song, he uh, he does not like pina coladas, the fucker. Oh, man, that's got to suck, because you know everywhere he goes for the rest of his life, people are just mm-hmm. buying him pina coladas constantly. Or just asking him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's why he doesn't like it? <laughs> oh, maybe he did, like, you know, for the first couple of years after this I want to see if he's still alive, Rupert... Holmes. More like check uh, if his wife is still alive. Ooh. He's definitely a murderer. Waifu. <laughs> oh, he definitely has a pillar. There she is. It's Barbara Streisand. No fucking way. Yes. <laughs> He's married to Barbara Streisand? No, he didn't. Oh, God. Um, no, he is. Uh, people also search for... Okay, let's, we have to find this out. I'm sorry. We're yes. in it now. This is, see, this is a wormhole I'm willing to go down. So he's not married? No, um, he's no. just putting personal ads out there to this day. Oh, that is <laughs> okay. Fuck. So now the serial killer thing comes comes out. <gasps> That's how he gets his victims. Ah! Oh my Spouth god! 
Dreyfus. I've heard that name. Dreyfus. It's Richard Dreyfus, maybe you're thinking of, the actor. Your mum. <laughs> well, it's not her. I found some very young girl called Dreyfus. That's. Mm. Oh, maybe that's her, his son, if he has a son. Perhaps. Did he have a son? Who knows? I don't give a fuck anymore, so yeah. now I'll stop caring. Right. But right, look, right, right. Google, Google, um, uh, Googler, uh, Google, use the Google machine to uh, Google Rupert Holmes and look at images of this guy. Yeah. Definitely looks like a serial killer. Yeah, he, uh, you know what, he should be on uh, the cover of uh, whoever these lyrics. Yes. In the background. Yes. Yeah, we'll put good. a picture of him. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll make it very clear. <laughs> <laughs> He's a murderer. All right. Uh, well, this is just going to get worse. All right. Uh, uh, do we have to do this one? This I'm is sorry. a this is a song about uh, welfare queens. Yes, welfare queens. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best. <laughs> so welfare queens is a derogatory term used in the 1980s by racist white people in America to describe black women who were on welfare in the United States um, and say that they were like mooching off the system and that they were living large on the dole. Um, and that this was, you know, bad and in some way tied to their race. Um, this was a shitty racist opinion. This continues to be a theme in Republican politics. Uh, and so to use this theme applied to, you know, a bunch of white dudes is, because uh, it's um, about British guys, is meant to be, uh, you know, ironic. I suppose the fact that one of the guys um, who sang this later came out as gay and to call him a welfare queen is probably yeah. a little problematic. So for that, I apologize. Well, not anymore. What do you mean? He gone. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, so probably not. But either way, uh, came out of the closet a little bit late. When you see when you see the music video, you're like, mm, you know, this, okay. Yeah, this always checks out. Anyway, uh, if you haven't guessed by now, assholes, we're, uh, we're talking about Wham. Uh, and uh, the song is called Rap. Enjoy uh. what you do. Yeah. And it's as bad as it sounds. It is. It's harsh. Okay, let's do it. Let's just get through it. Let's just get through it's it. It's welfare cleans. Uh. This song came about because the the writers were um, uh, listening to Rapper's Delight and basically just copied it. So sort of like Motley Crue's Dr. Feelgood is an exact replica of um, uh, uh, Aerosmith's... Uh, what was it? Walk This Way? Walk This no, Way. Yeah, yeah, it's Walk This Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you, if you queue up the first verses of those songs, they're the exact same, and Motley Crue's came out a lot later. Mm. Um, and this is the same with Rapper's Delight. Um, wham rap so you know this continues the grand tradition of uh, white people stealing black people music and making it a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, alright let's get into it I, uh, okay fuck it what are we doing uh, well you know George Michael is British so I might as well do it yep um, so uh, it starts off with you got soul on the doll um the dole being welfare so yeah. these are welfare queens so the dole is Brit british slang i like to say uh for being on welfare uh which is fine you got soul on the dole uh, i don't think you have soul on the dole usually i mean it's so, it's sort of like uh, the the phrase fun employment hmm. you know like i'm not unemployed i'm fun employed <laughs> I, <laughs> like 
I've got, you know, I've got soul on the dole. Like, Yo. I got this welfare. All yeah. of, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just going to read the whole fucking thing. Uh, so, so, you got soul on the dole, you're going to have a good time. Down the line, you got soul on the dole, you're going to have a good time. Down on the line. And then they go on to Maybe say... Maybe it's the line for welfare, you think? I Waiting on line Down on the line? Down on the welfare line? Down on the line. Hang on. You're going to have a good time down the line. So go get welfare if you don't have a job. Is that Are they saying go get a job? Or are they saying stay out of a job? Because being on the dole is better than having a job. Yeah, I think they're saying you're going to have a good time down on the welfare line. Like you're going to have a good time because you're like waiting in line for welfare and then you're going to get welfare and enjoy it. Yeah, sounds boring. Uh, and then they go on to say, uh, get, get, get on down. I said, get, get, get on down. And they do it again. They just go, I said, get, get, get on down. I said, get, get, get on down. And I'm just thinking, wait, yeah, wait. okay, I'm going to get this down. this is Rapper's Delight, just in case anybody was uh, unclear about how very stolen this song um, by Wham is. All right. Oh, oh, to be, hear those lyrics. <laughs> to be fair to, to Wham, at least they don't claim to be the baddest rapper in history. No, they just want to be on the dole. Yeah. But let's, okay, just two seconds. You just gotta... It's just higher pitched. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> um, right, so get on down, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to get down. Where do I get down? Um, then they go on to say, hey, everybody, take a look at me. I've got street credibility. I beg to fucking differ. <laughs> <laughs> look, if you pronounce the T in street credibility, you have no street credibility. Yeah. Like, credibility. God damn it. <laughs> Although, to be fair, not having a job get, does give you some street cred. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. So they are they are saying, I mean, uh, I've got street credibility. Uh, so if you've got street credibility, then you can apparently monetize that. So yeah. you don't have to have a job, Through but you can have a good rap. time by stealing <laughs> rap songs. And, oh shit, we might cause a wave of like, sue things that would be awesome if they yeah. all sued each other because we pointed out that these songs are all the exact fucking same but have a good time with the boys that i meet down on the line knowing now foreshadowing george michael was kind of day uh he I, I, uh yeah it's uh with boys i meet down on the line i i, I read that differently now <laughs> yeah yeah in retrospect this this was definitely a song about yeah. meeting guys on the welfare line and yeah. fucking um Fuck. Which, like, cool, man. Go for it. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys all have a lot of time to kill without having jobs. I like, mean, Grinders built on it, so yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, Just go, go fuck whatever you want. Do you think there was all kind of, um, uh, like, slang for personal ads that indicated that things were, that a personal ad was gay, but, like, that wouldn't be read by straight people, like, as that? It's like... Like cryptic gay messages? Yeah, so like if you have a personal ad about like, you know, pina coladas and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's pretty obviously like a, a woman saying like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy yeah, replying yeah. to her was pretty obvious. But like if you're gay in the 70s, there's probably going to be a lot of, you know, homophobia that you have to contend with and you have to be a little bit more secret about it. So I wonder if there was like, if dudes were like meeting on uh, newspaper personal ads, if they had to have like all kinds of code words. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. 
wonder what the slang was. Okay. I think it's in the next line because it says a D, a H, S, S. And without any context, you know what that? Does anyone know what that is? I mean, West had a good guess here, and he said uh, it's probably something to do with a doll, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, it probably does in the voice that I do. Uh, and yeah, it is the Department of Health and Social Services. Ah, so that's probably where they were getting the welfare. Mm. And I said, man, the rhythm that they're given is the very best. They're, they're, they're giving a shout out to the DHSS. That's yeah, that's nice, but no one calls it the DHSS. It's called the doll. Huh. So maybe, yeah, maybe that is gay slang. Uh, if you're an old gay dude and no gay slang from the 70s, uh, that was, you know, like secret yeah. or whatever, yeah. and helped you avoid homophobia, uh, call 911. Tell oh. them you want to talk to uh, who approved these lyrics. These guys are going to be old. Send a fax. Send a yeah, fax. yeah, true, true. That'll be easier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe also this song was about um, welfare in you know the 70s or 80s maybe Margaret Thatcher wrote this song to glory by saying like look at these fucking welfare queens, queens oh, they're yeah. you know like celebrating the fact that they do nothing we gotta yeah. put in austerity measures because these pieces of shit in Wham mm. are celebrating being on welfare doing nothing yeah so these uh, so Wham is actually more anarchy than Sex Pistols for example technically yeah yeah, yeah. because they are they're, they're, they're giving the doll like yeah go on do it Go on the doll. I mean, that's a pretty punk thing to do, to say, like, you know, not just, hey, everything sucks, nihilism rules, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah. Say, like, actually do something about it, go on welfare and enjoy yourself. Like, that's punk as shit. Fuck yeah. Well done, Wham. Okay, I'm starting to like this now. <laughs> and they also stole this song from someone else. So not only are they on welfare, <laughs> but they're thieves. Okay, you know what? Maybe they do have street credibility. <laughs> These guys are Fuck fucking yeah. gangsters. Wham are, more, Wham are fucking more gangster and rock and roll than, I don't know, and Ski Drow and uh, what Molly Crew, Molly Crew, Kiss. Yeah, well, yeah. Kiss isn't, uh, Honestly, hot take. I think that uh, Wham is more um, has more street street cred than uh, Jay Z. Prove me wrong. Oh yeah. shit! Uh, I guess I'll have to spend the next episode. Was it seven fifty on that? Yep. 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 Stay tuned for episode seven hundred and fifty, where we try and uh, decode Jay Z lyrics, which we very much so won't understand. You know, right? That's one of the... Okay, so this is one of the things. I want to do rap songs because yeah. like, they are just as ridiculous as any other songs. However, like I, I don't know the slang well enough to really break it down. It could be saying something very specific with yeah. words that I just don't get. So, so maybe, all the new stuff is just words that they've made up themselves and they expect you to understand it. And then you've got like Lashandra going like... Oh, that's my jam! And you don't actually know what they're saying or singing about. It's just it's just about the beat. Well, I know what Lashandra was saying because it's her jam. Oh, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and I, I do respect the idea of trying to make up your own slang. If it, if it catches on, it's a good move. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you just look like a dickhead who tried to get people to say scallywag. For example, or uh, what's the new word for gunner? It's thinner. Thinner? Thinner. What it, I'm, I'm, I'm thin and do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm going to do that. I See, don't this understand is, that. This exactly is why we shouldn't be doing rap songs. What we should do is find a guest who can explain this to us, yeah. and then we can criticize these songs uh, for their ridiculous content. But then that guest might murder us. Uh, I mean, depends. I'll be in the rap game. Yeah. I'll see. We'll see if we can find someone. Uh, yes. Hey, uh, uh, well, all gangsters look, that understand rap, call 911. Yes. Ask for who approved these lyrics. And uh, tell us that you can translate rap for us. Fuck you! <laughs> okay, this is a long-ass song, but let's keep going. Uh, okay.
Uh, all right. Uh, uh, so they also say, I may, I said a beat. One, beat. Two, make the claims on your name. And it was all you have to do. Uh, so they're telling you how to fill out the form now. <laughs> These guys are pretty gangster. They are. They are. They are. They're promoting it. They're also giving you an instructional song on how to fill out <laughs> to go on the doll just to get a just to say fuck you to Maggie. <laughs> Honestly, this song should be covered um, by a you know modern day rapper where mm. they just describe how to get on welfare. <laughs> that would be a pretty fucking gangster song. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Wham rap is uh, fuck it. I'm learning a lot today. Go to the DMV and get your I ninety form notarized in triplicate. Oh. And then bring it to the line with the orange tape. And you got it playing on repeat in <laughs> yeah. the DMV. Just, that's my jam. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Just trying uh, to appeal to it. Okay, so, uh, all right, we're going to Well, folks can't be a drag if it, if work ain't your bag. And when you let them know you're more dead than alive in a nine to five, then they say you've got to go and get yourself a job. Uh. Uh. And, uh, you know, so uh, don't do that. Work sucks. Go on welfare. Yeah, go on welfare. Fuck it. <laughs> but it's... The thing about this song is it's it's the chorus that gets me, which is the whole... Wham! Bam! <laughs> I am a man! Why would you say that? Yeah. Why would you need to say that? We know that you're a man. Well, you probably feel pretty bad about yourself for not having a job. I know, I know. Uh, but you're not going to feel more of a man by Wham telling you that you're a man. True. And, well, also, you know, like the proto-rap that this is, you're, you know, rap songs, you shout out your own name a lot and the name of your group. Wham! Yeah, yeah. true, true. <laughs> you, you usually don't bend that. the notes in falsetto in rap songs, but... Are you a man or a mouse? <laughs> Finger in each ear. Oh, so that's a child. You pretend not to hear. you got to get some space. Get out of this place. You know, uh, I, I understand that these lyrics got approved. I'm, I'm yeah. uh, good. I think Wham has won us over. Yeah. Yeah. They have, indeed. I'm going to start listening more to them. <laughs> do you enjoy what you do? If not, just stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well said. Thank you, Wayne. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit my job now. <laughs> All right. And then in the streets, in the cars, on the underground, if you listen real hard, you can hear the sound of a million people switching off for work. Well, listen, Mr. Average, you're a jerk. Oh. Not, not only should you go on welfare, but if you work, you're a jerk. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you and your tax dollars for paying for me to live for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. I like this. Okay. So, oh, I, I, they, they, are, they are pretty metal. This is uh Yeah. Who approved these lyrics? Yeah. We definitely do. We, we... <laughs> <laughs> Oh they are too. not me, you can't hold me down on me. I'm not I'm gonna fool around, gonna have some fun, look at no number one, you can dig your grave, I'm staying young. <laughs> By not having a job. Uh if you're a pub man or a club man, maybe a jet black guy with a high, hip hi-fi. Oh, yeah, of course, it's those Stereo. days. Um, a white cool cat with a tribly hat. Trilby hat, even. Uh, maybe leather and studs. So, punks. Uh, is where you're at. Make the most of your day. Don't let a hard time stand in your way. Give a wham. Give a bam. <laughs> <laughs> But don't give a damn. Oh, I'm going to start using that. Give a wham. Give a bam. Don't this, give a damn. This song, this verse ends so well. Sing those last two lyrics. This is a... Uh, okay. Those last two lines. Those last two lines. Because the benefit gang ain't going to pay. Oh, wow. Are going to pay. Are going to pay? I read it wrong. Because the benefit gang going to pay. <laughs> so no matter who you are, go on welfare. And if you work, you're a jerk. And then you say wham and you say bam. 
And you, you just don't give a damn. <laughs> well done, Lamb. You you have you won us over. That's, oh, what uh, what a I like this. pair on these two. <laughs> oh, it's fucking now, street cred, man. No, yes, they have street credibility. You know what? I'm gonna start saying street credibility with the T. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and well, that, I go around saying wham bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, no. Now reach up high and touch your soul. The boys from Wham will help you reach that goal. It's gonna break your mama's heart. So sad. It's oh. gonna break your daddy's heart. Too bad. <laughs> Just throw the <laughs> dice and take my advice. Because I know that you're smart. Can you dig this thing? Yeah. Are you going to get down? Yeah. Say wham. Wham. <laughs> Say bam. Bam. bam! Oh. All right. So go on welfare. Yeah, if you work, you're a jerk. It's Start gonna, listening to wham. It's going to break your parents' heart. But who gives a yeah. fuck? You're on welfare now. Yeah. Wham are no the biggest jerks. Someone uh, dig up, uh, dig up uh, George Michael because we have to get those cojones out to... Just put them on display. Christ, how'd they even close the uh, casket? Balls must have gotten in the way. (laughs) Well done, sir. Well done. (sighs) All right. All right, so this this podcast is about to take a real downward turn after that awesome song by Wham. Yeah. Uh, We're going to Dokken, or Dokken. I don't care. Who gives a fuck? They're awful. Are we going to Break the Chains? Uh, Yeah, so that's the song, Break the Chains by Dokken. (laughs) <laughs> All right, here we go. Fuck off. <laughs> Alright, so this is a song about a breakup, so it's ostensibly, like, about breaking chains. I, I, I'm completely unconvinced that this is a... that it makes sense, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least, to, to, to be fair to it, in this j- shitty genre of music, at least it kind of, like, tries to stick to the topic. Yeah. Unlike, you know, uh, Starship, which was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and Motley Crue, which doesn't even give a reason for shouting at the devil. <laughs> so if you're at a concert and you're sh- repeating the chorus of shout, what the? F- why are you doing that? You can't answer. Exactly. Just uh, made a long song about it and you just whine. Let's keep doing it. Sit there thinking in your room. You feel the pressure. You're going crazy too. The walls around you closing in. You need a change. Okay. Like, sets the stage. Wham did a better job of doing, explaining that. They 100%. said they they said that you should just say wham and then you say bam <laughs> and then you don't give a damn. All of the songs from now on are just gonna be compared to wham. Yeah. <laughs> and just go on the dole. It's fine. The Go on Welfare podcast. Call, you need a change. Go on the dole. <laughs> call nine one one and demand welfare. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And tell them who approved these lyrics sent you. Oh, what's our, what's our promo code? <laughs> BAM! <laughs> yeah, definitely. Promo code BAM. <laughs> All right, sit there thinking in your room. All right, okay. Claustrophobic, feeling scared. You need somebody, but no one seems to care. A one-way ticket, a change of pace. You've had enough. You can't take no more. Breaking the chains around you. No one else can bind you. Take a look around you. Now you're breaking the chains. Okay, so like, he sets the stage. This guy's like feeling fucking anxious. Yep. No one cares. It feels like no one cares about him. Uh, got this letter, came today from my baby who left me yesterday. She says she loves me, wants to come back. She wants to try. Okay, he just said no one loves me. 
right? It seems like no one cares. And then <laughs> this woman is like, yo, I made a mistake. I love you. I want to come back. <laughs> like, ugh. Not, not, not a good look, Delkin. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, I won't let her. She'll be upset. I know it's better than something I'll regret. She's been dishonest and insincere. I lost my mind 20 times a year. All right, so like, this, you know, a woman is driving him crazy. He doesn't want to take her back. All right. But like, this is a meaningless chronicle. Like, why do we care about this guy? He's upset. Okay, I get that. But like, why is this interesting? It's pretty mundane. And he's only describing something that occurred. Like, he's not... I know. He's... It's not a story to follow. Exactly, right? So that, that's what... Because you, you're, you've already lost... Like, you've, you've read this, and I'm, I'm lost. I'm kind of in my own mind. He's going, so what am I going to do for Easter? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, fuck it. Fuck you. Yeah. All right, let's just go to the next one. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dokin. All right, so with this next song, uh, I think I'm, uh, I might, I might be a little bit reserved because uh, this is "18 in Life" by Skidrow, and Skidrow, I, I like Skidrow. You pronounce I, uh, it Skidrow? I think it's Skidrow. Your mum Skidrow. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You I know don't, I'm I sensitive think, about no, my said, mom being Skidrow. Uh, <laughs> it's the one thing we said we wouldn't talk about on this podcast. Right, we'll, Fuck we'll, you. We'll bleep that out. Just, just an endless bleep there. <laughs> uh, but okay, so the reason I call him Skidro, Ski, Skidro, is because uh, I, when I first, the first time I heard uh, this song, I downloaded it, and they hadn't put a gap between Ski and Row. Oh. Skid and Row, even. Oh, uh, okay. So I just read it as Skidro. Oh, okay. Or Skidrow. It's like that. That would have been a much better name for water skiing. Like ski hydro, ski skidro, skid skid row, yeah. Okay, so they so they're called skid row, okay. basically because uh, right. So stop pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> skid row. Okay, you you want me on life? Yeah. I'm uh, with you. By the way, I, I do like skid row. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how this one goes. But let's just uh, should we get into it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So this song also came out uh, the year I was born. Well, that's exciting. Uh, I don't know why they decided to do that, but who knows? Uh, right, so let's get these lyrics out. Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right. Ricky was a young boy. He had a heart of stone. Lived nine to five and worked his fingers to the bone. Just barely out of school. Came from the edge of town. Fought like a switchblade, so no one could take him down. Switchblades don't fight. Oh, fought like a switchblade. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I mean, look, this there's a high uh, bar uh, uh, barrier to entry on knife play in this podcast yeah, right now because yeah. we were talking about uh, razors being glued to knives earlier. We were. I mean, that was that's cool. But ironically, that's the same song because uh, the song that had the the uh, the razors and stuff. Yes, that should also be called with. It should have yes. had a with. Whereas this one should also have a with. Yeah. Short with a switchblade. Yeah. Fought with a fought with a switchblade even. Yeah. But it's fought like a switchblade. Yeah. Like, Did you not go to English class? Seriously, these guys are dumb. Oh, don't ruin them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's a that's a yeah, that's a dumb lyric. It but... is. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I agree. But yeah, uh, so switchblades don't fight apparently. 
<laughs> All right, he had no money, no uh, uh, no good at home, walked the streets like a soldier and fought the world alone, and now it's 18 in life, you got it, 18 in life, you know. Your crime is time, and it's 18 in life to go, 18 in life. Okay, like, yeah. we know how long. We know what the sentence is. Shit. <laughs> Imagine, like, if you're, uh, you know, a defendant and a judge is just like, uh, 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 all right, I rule in uh, that uh, you are taking 18 to life. Uh, Leo, you're a defendant. Do you have anything to say? Uh, what was it again? It's 18 to life. Okay, so what's his crime? Okay, your crime is time and it's 18 in life to go. Okay, so just so I got this. Uh, no, sorry, what was it again? 18 in life, you got it. Uh, 70? No, it's 18 in life, you know. Okay, but what is the crime here? Your crime is time, and it's 18 in life to go. Oh, I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how fucking ridiculous this chorus is. <laughs> Who oh. needs to be explained that that many times? Like, Yeah, no. When you have... Oh, yes, fucking... I saw this tag glam metal now. Uh, <laughs> by the way, is uh, when you got that voice, uh, I just repeat it. Repeat it into my butt. <laughs> Tequila in his heartbeat, his vein bur his veins burned gasoline. He kept his motor running, but it never kept him clean. He said he loved adventure. Ricky's the wild one. He married trouble, had a courtship with a gun. Oh, you, can you marry a gun? I, I mean, if you, if a switchblade can fight, anything can happen in this world. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, tequila in his heartbeat. I mean, that's not the worst thing about this song. At least I, you see what they're trying to go. Like, tequila is ingrained in you, right? Well, yeah, it's in your it's in your blood, so it will be in your heart. But it's not it's not in the beat. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. His veins burn gasoline. Uh, that's a, that's an STD. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it kept the his <laughs> <laughs> kept his motor running, but it never kept him clean. That's probably like an allusion to heroin. Like, you know, if you're putting gas, if you're saying that gasoline is in no, place of heroin. I don't think Skidro did that something that hard. I think they were more about the drink. Okay. To be honest. Well, they did have um, tequila in their heartbeats. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they say he loved adventure. I guess he did if he's got 18. What was it? 17 to life? No, I think it was 19? 19 to life. Yeah, we're going to have to check that one. It's... And his crime was... Uh, Oh, I'm gone. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to have to check this back. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, so he married Trouble, had a courtship. He married Trouble. So, okay, yeah, so Trouble is what he married. Oh, I get it. Okay, so he married Trouble. Can you... Is, what is Trouble? Is tro trouble isn't an emotion. It's a, it's a way of being. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's something you're in. He married a thing. Yeah. I'm non-binary. <laughs> I'm Trouble. I, I self-identify <laughs> as Trouble. <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna rate that. It, like sometimes at the at, like events, they they have like you know write, like a name, name tag, tag yeah. and it's like write your pronouns. I'm just gonna write trouble. <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I identify as. Here trouble. comes trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna be there in the background. <laughs> that could be a good wham lyric. Oh yeah, <laughs> wham are too intelligent for that. There, yeah, that's true. Uh, they're right. on. They're they're on a whole nother level. Pre-bang, pre-bang? No, pre-chorus. Uh, bang, bang, bang. Shoot them up. The party <laughs> never ends. You can't think of dying when the bottle's your best friend. I think you think about dying a lot when drinking is your best friend. Yeah, I think you do. I mean, imagine the hangovers alone. 
Yeah. Horrible. See, that's why I don't. That's why I think I can't cross that border into alcohol. Being an alcoholic because the hangovers are just too bad, man. It's uh, my body Especially just goes. Especially as you get older. Oh, yeah. Although we do chug a beer every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I hope listeners, uh, you're chugging along with us um, yeah. and continuing to drink along with the podcast um, because we'll be funnier that way. Yeah. So uh, we go back to. Uh, I think they're trying to explain here. Oh, we got 18 to life. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that must be an obscure part of the song. I don't yeah, know. Where you I, I haven't heard this before. <laughs> All right. So you got 18 to life. You know, your crime is time and it's 18 to life to go. Uh, Oy vey. Oy vey. All right. Okay. So some thoughts about this song, right? So essentially what this lyrics boil down to was there was a guy, he went to jail. Well, I'm done with lyrics today. Good job, me. Now let's go home, eat half a sandwich, read the personal ads in the newspaper to see who likes pina coladas and is trying to fuck. He's trying to fuck, yeah, <laughs> boy! <laughs> <laughs> like, he, okay, so like this guy, you know, he's trouble, he gets in trouble, but mm. like, what ha- like what happens with him? How does he end up? He ends up in jail for a long time, but like, why do we care? How is this a compelling narrative? What's the conflict at play here? Like, why is he upset? So many questions. And uh, I, I hope I haven't ruined uh, Skidrow for you. Well, no, I mean the song isn't ruined either way, but it's just uh, the lyrics are. I do pay more attention to the lyrics now, which kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, but I've accepted it. Uh, it's part of my life now. Um, but this uh, this bridge with accidents will happen. They all heard Ricky say so. Accidents will happen sounds like something the parents would say. Yeah, fight because they had this Ricky fellow who's yeah. nothing but trouble. Uh, and it's all right, uh, but accidents will happen. And if I is six shot to the wind, so just bah, 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 bah. like just uh, yeah, firing it into the into the air, and then and that child blew a child away oh. into the wind. So he shot someone. No, he just like shot into the wind. Like he wasn't looking where he was shooting, and then he accidentally that shot killed the child by accident. Well, I don't think it's a child. I think it's another person, but it's because uh, it's saying that child blew another child away. So it's just what they're trying to say is these are two kids. Uh, they used to be kids and now they're adults, but they're still kids, kind of. Right. Everyone, everyone has been a child at some point. Right. And then one of these children gets a jail sentence of indeterminate length. Uh, 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 no, no, they do. Uh, he gets, he must get some time. They, yeah, but I wish they'd explain that in the song. Definitely. Now, how long did Jimmy did is uh, is 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 Ricky out now? Yeah, the song I want to know because what, if he's going to go out shooting people, yeah, um, maybe he learned his lesson. He probably did. Maybe he got the death sentence. Maybe, probably. All right, and then it goes on to say, uh, "18 in life, you got." <gasps> oh shit! We figured, oh! <laughs> we figured out how long he uh, got in jail. Okay. Oh, why are we this dumb? All right, so I remembered. I remember being in a band when I was a teenager, yeah. and if I had submitted these lyrics to my friends in the band, they would have literally, and I'm not exaggerating, killed me with fire. Oh. Like, this is... Ugh. What sort of a band were you in? Uh, a couple of them. One was just like a generic like rock band, and one was a punk band, hardcore uh, punk band. Nice. Yeah. They were fun. I like that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to find somewhere to play drums. Cool. rooms and make shit lyrics well good lyrics now after this i mean i think it should just be a uh we should just start a wham cover band yes <laughs> dress like gangsters man. <laughs> yeah man or dress like nikki six just yes take the piss bring it back 
puff out our hair. Uh, okay, so this next song is... Um, sorry, did you have anything more to say about it? I did not. Syndrome? No, I did okay. not. I, yeah. So this next song is Lay It Down by Rat. Uh, this song, this rat in general has a wildly problematic relationship with the notion of consent. Yeah. So the cover of uh, the album that the song is on pictures a woman getting dressed in her bedroom. The title of the album is Invasion of Your Privacy. And so the this this album cover is a point of view shot from what's clearly a home invader <laughs> who's probably about to sexually assault this woman. I, I mean, I can only assume that sexual assault is what Lay It Down is describing. Because he begins the song by saying, I know you don't really know me. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine trying to put out this song today. Like, Twitter would just cancel you so quickly. I th- Yeah, I, I think there's a reason these came out in the 80s uh, and that it kind of died. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, anyway, let's see what they have to offer. Hook. I mean, I could headbang to that. Yeah, it's like, you know... The music, like most of this, the music is like fun to listen to. Yeah, you are. Uh, but the lyrics. But when God. you put it down on paper. Oy vey. Oy vey. <laughs> okay. Right. I know you don't really know me. Bad way to begin a song about fucking. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't really care to see me. Oh God, this is a home invasion. I'm into total affection, not being scared if you never please me. Why are you mentioning fear to a woman who's never met you uh, and who doesn't want to see you uh, when you're talking about what this song is about fucking? This is a wildly (laughs) problematic relationship with consent. Uh, You know you really want to lay it down right now. You know you really want to lay it down right now. Doesn't matter what your timetable is because you know you want it right now. Lay lay it down. Uh, Lay it down. uh, Lay it down. uh, Lay it down. No. <laughs> Another shit to find me. <laughs> I know nothing's for free. You take what's good for you, pleasing, and I'll take what's good for this craveny, crazy evening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Someone needs about to taking... explain that to my innocent Christian brain. Okay, so under the sheets you'll find me. So this is like two people who are engaged in a. Probably not consensual sexual activity. For, for one of them is. Yeah. Uh, and I know that nothing's for free. So, like, maybe he's going to pay her after? You take Ooh. what's good for your pleasing. So he's talking about taking things during lovemaking. I'll yeah. take what's good for this crazy evening. Uh, you know you want to lay it down. Like, oh, baby, you know you want it. I'm taking things. You don't know me. You don't want me around. My God. <laughs> so many bad things about this. You uh, know you really want to lay it down. Right uh, now and how. Ugh. Right now and how? I never got that American term. Why do people say and how? I don't know. Uh, it's just an emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like saying like. But it's it's like an yes, and it's it's kind of an antiquated expression. Yeah. So you sort of see it in you know goofy white people in the fifties saying like and do you want to do this and how? Uh. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> oh, I am. Uh, and I know you only want romance. I'll give you all that I can if you just give me one chance to prove myself in love. Okay, so uh, you only want romance. You, mm. I'll give you all the romance that I am able to give you, but you got to give me a chance to prove myself. But you don't know this person. This is a messy song. Yeah, this is wildly Is it prostitute? Is it a one night stand? Well, uh, it could be both of those, I guess, but... This uh, uh, rat makes me feel gross. I don't want to end the podcast on this rat ratty note. This rat. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to give people a break from our negativity. Uh, okay, so uh, neg- so have you been like negativity wise? Uh, uh, let's do a quick segment. Have you been listening to any good podcasts lately that you like uh, and want to recommend? Yes, I, I well, you know, I, I listen to this Norwegian podcast called uh, Fifty Minutes uh-huh. with uh, Mikael. Mikhail Niva and uh, Herman Flesvik. Uh, that's just hilarious because they're both mental. <laughs> um, and I've tried listening to. What's no, it about? about it. What's it about? Why it's, do you like they, it? They, they, all they do is that all they do is just chat. Okay. They just to to uh, make to have a chat about anything. Uh, okay. They have some sort of segments, but it's uh, but they also have this incredibly awesome soundboard, which is. Um, uh, I don't know. They do kind of um, what would you call it? Improv, improv. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, where they just go into characters. It's slightly racist because sometimes they will talk like Japanese. Oh, and that's quite yeah, funny. That's very. I mean, it's funny, but it's very dated. Uh, it, it it doesn't age well. That sort of thing. Yeah, you're right. But they do it. They do it uh, with style. I think so. Uh, okay. Shout out to that. Um, cool yeah listen to it after then, this one yeah and then you do you have your aside from the obvious one <laughs> yeah Bodega Boys um, uh, is an awesome podcast that I like to listen to it's these two guys from the Bronx they've got a show on mm-hmm. American the American cable channel Showtime um, they're really funny they offer a lot of hot takes about pop culture yeah um, and they're you know kind of wild childhoods growing up in the Bronx um, definitely need to hear it to believe it it's a fun song, uh, fun podcast to listen to. Gonna check it out. Uh, yeah, and um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend is a pretty good one. Uh, yeah, a good thing about that it's it's a long form interview show, um, and a good thing about that one is if you want to get into it, you can just scroll through the feed and see, uh, you know, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and check out an actor that you like, and that's a good way to dip your toe in and find out if it's the kind of show that you want to listen to yeah and there's no risk of like me too or anyone getting fired i guess yes it's a he's he's really good because he's funny but like politically correct but still like not politically correct that's the wrong word for it but like not a scumbag you know he's like a pretty moral dude but he's also funny and makes dirty jokes yeah uh, and it's also interesting just to hear conan o'brien say fuck because he can do that because yeah true <laughs> i like that uh yeah and also this the thing with Freeman that they have this uh they, there's one word that they're really good at saying, which is uh, in, in, in British, which is October. 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 <laughs> I can say October. <laughs> That's lovely. Uh, right, so let's let's just do a quick run through here. Uh, what we would approve and not approve. Okay. Pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. Approve or not approve? Uh, strongly disapprove. Yeah? Uh, it's a song about a guy masturbating and pouring sugar on himself and then baking a cake and serving it to people yeah. probably lonely lonely man yes uh, okay so shout at the devil motley crew no they never answered why they were shouting nah you should have shouted with the devil 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, if it was with the devil uh, and probably whoever wrote these two lyrics in each segment that were good, uh, maybe. All right. Build this city. <laughs> Do you approve of that one? Of course not. What the fuck? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, they just whine. They say something one segment, and then they just go, meh. Yeah. All right. Hang in tough. New kids on the block. This song is a hate crime against my ears, so <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, oh, I agree. Uh, okay, Escape by Rupert Holmes. Approve. Absolutely. There's a lot of layers mm, to this one. Are, yeah. A lot of like plot twists. A lot of like I have my theory on it being a plot twist yeah. where she didn't actually, she wasn't actually the original poster of it, Makes... but she just saw his posting and uh, showed yeah. up. It makes you think. It makes you think. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, all right. Wham rap. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. yes. Original fucking gangsters. It's probably the best song ever made. Absolutely. It might be. Or written. Sorry. Written. Yes. I don't know about made. I mean, the lyri- uh, maybe this is one of the occasions where the, the the song is bad. Yes. But the lyrics are good. Yes. It's like synth bullshit. Yeah. But for the for the music, but Wham. the. Lyrics are just total, like, gangster punk. Yep. It's great. And all you have to do is you say wham, and then you say bam, and then you don't give a damn. <laughs> I take this song directly led to the election of Margaret Thatcher, who promised to roll back <laughs> benefits <laughs> for these welfare queens. <laughs> uh, Breaking the Chains by Dokken. Fuck you. Yeah, nope, not happening. 18 and Life by Skidrow. Uh, I feel bad if I've uh, sort of made you like this song less, but yeah. I did not like it. Wait, maybe it was 17 and Life. What nineteen? Look, call dial nine one one. Ask for who approved these lyrics and uh, clear this up for clear us. Because we yeah, have no we idea. Are so confused. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lay it down by Rat. Oh God, no! That yeah. uh, I literally go fuck yourselves. What the fuck yeah. was that? Like the level of uh, just contempt for con- the notion of consent. Like yeah. af- even a few minutes after we talked about the song, my taint is still clenched in like dismay. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> my taint gets I uh, involuntarily clenched when I'm uncomfortable, and Taint. it's just not going away. I uh, yeah, you know what? That's all on you. You added that song. Uh, yeah. That's that's okay. So we're ending on a we're ending on rap. How do you feel? Uh, violated. Yeah. How about I, you? I I feel sorry for myself. Uh, I feel I've let people down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but either way, we we got through it. I I I also feel this way. I guess I would describe, I, I, I could say that, you know, if I'm thinking about how you feel, I could say me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> me, me too. That was mansplaining on another level. Yes. Yes. Right? All right. So, uh, consent good. Rat consent bad. good. Yeah. Uh, see you assholes. See you assholes. <laughs>